and welcome back to another episode of That Would Never Happen. As always, I'm Andrea, and today I have an old schoolmate with me, Kaylin. How are you, Kaylin? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm, Long time no talk. I know. Seriously, I'm so <laughs> glad. So, for y'all that don't know, me and Kaylin went to high school together, and I'm pretty sure we only had like one French class together, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I was just so happy when you like reached out and I was like, I have to have her on because I just remember like, this is us also catching up. And so mm-hmm. I just remember you being so nice and so just like easy to talk to. So I was like, I think she'll be perfect for this. So <laughs> that's why I was like, we have to get this done. Um, uh, also scheduling, we were like all over the place or a mess, <laughs> even right before I'm like, I might be a little late. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I switched it on you like five times. So I was like, if she's going to be late, that makes, yes, I'm totally fine with that. Um, so Kaylin, what's been going on with you? Well, not just since we last spoke, but just like recently I've been asking everybody with, you know, the world situation and the pandemic, like what's it been like for you these past couple of months? It's been a little crazy. Um, I graduated in June from my undergrad Mm -hmm. and then I jumped into law school, which has been online. (laughs) Um, It's been a little insane, pretty busy, but Mm -hmm. overall I can't really complain. It's been, I think, more exciting um, than a lot of people's pandemic. Oh my gosh. So, you know, try to think of the bright side of it. At least. Yeah. That's yeah. wild. So when you were like, what, a senior in undergrad, you were already looking into law? Like that was something yeah. you were like on track for? Yeah, I was applying um, in, when did I apply? Like August. So yeah. a few months before I got my acceptance in February oh, wow. or January, sometime around then. So right when the pandemic kind of became a thing that like we started hearing about and then I found out we would be completely online August oh wow right before yeah right before classes started (laughs) so how's the online school experience been you know good zoom university I can't (laughs) complain um my school's up in San Francisco so I'm enjoying not paying that rent that's been great yeah I feel (laughs) that That's amazing. Oh, wow. Wait, are you, how far into your law career are you in terms of what year are you? It's my second semester. It's my first year. Okay. Okay. Great. Yeah. So early on. (laughs) You're living your (laughs) Elwood's fantasy. I love that. Absolutely. (laughs) Not fantasy. This is very much real. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, I, okay. I, I've been, dying to cover Miss Congeniality. I've been, it's been on my list forever. (laughs) And I just, cause on the podcast, we've already dived into like the Jennifer Lopez rom-com universe. And I Mm -hmm. was like, Sandra Bullock has so many good ones. And it's just, it was so hard to pick which one, but this one, I feel like it's the perfect one to start because I mean, it came out in 2000, which feels unreal to me like that doesn't sound yeah like we were alive we existed (laughs) barely (laughs) (laughs) but it's so wild to me and I for like initial thoughts I was like I've seen this movie so many times that I just watch it as my comfort movie I feel like if it's on tv well 
I guess not now because everything's streaming, but like <laughs> before, if me and my mom would catch it on TV, we'd watch it all the way through. Like, it's not something that we could just be like, oh, it's on and like skip it. No, 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 no. If it was on TV. You have to watch it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I just wanted to ask like, what are your, what's like your background with this movie? Like, did you watch it as a kid or like, when did you first see it? I was thinking about that and I'm like, I was trying to think the first time I saw it, I was pretty young. Yeah. Um, and I definitely know, and it had been years since I watched it since like you suggested it and it like unlocked like this deep <laughs> <laughs> recess of my mind, these like memories of this movie. Yeah. And I love Sandra Bullock. She's great in anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, watching it again, it like, there are so many things I noticed this time that mm-hmm. I didn't notice as a kid. And I think oh that's God. just the difference of being like a kid or like a young girl to like an adult now. Yeah. And it was great. I was really oh happy to rewatch it. Oh, that makes me so happy because same. I was like, I knew I wanted to cover it, but I hadn't rewatched it in a really long time, like all the way through and paying attention and like actually having to think a little harder <laughs> than I usually would. Um, so that was definitely refreshing. But I, okay, I have to tell a little story because I just, every time Sandra Bullock comes up in a conversation, I think about my uncle Freddie. So my uncle Freddie worked at this restaurant near the beach here in Long Beach. And he, he, he told me that one time Sandra Bullock was at his restaurant and he got her table to like wait on the table. And he was a big fan, like loved, because this was in like, yeah, the early 2000s. So she was yeah. like it, like she was big. America's sweetheart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he told me that at the end, like he tried to keep his cool until like the end when they were like, because she was there with her husband. And he was like, mm-hmm. okay, I like tried to keep it cool. And like, I asked her for an autograph as like, as she was leaving and she said no. <laughs> and she said no. She said no. <laughs> The thing is, like, ever since that day, Kaylin, like, my <laughs> uncle Freddie hates her. Like, just despises <laughs> her. And I think, I, I like to give her the benefit of the, of the doubt and be like, I mean, she was so, I mean, she still is super famous, but like, she was like mm-hmm. A-list at the time. So I can't even imagine how much attention and like people no. would come up to her all the time. So I tried to tell him that when he told me the story, I was like, no, like maybe she was just having like a really bad day and like she didn't want, you know, and he's like, no, I hate her. <laughs> so, oh, Was I she at least nice when she said no? I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't, he, I think he exaggerates. I guess it's and, been a and, minute. Yeah. <laughs> if my uncle Freddie listens to this, I'm so sorry, but I definitely think it's like too much. Like, because I don't know, but um, I'm telling you, like, I can't even like mention her name in a conversation without him being like, I hate her. How dare you? <laughs> it's awful. But I don't oh, let that. So I know. I, I do feel bad that he had that experience with her, but I, I didn't. So I still love her. <laughs> Yeah, and I still enjoy all the movies. Anyone, anything? Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. what I said. Um, but anyway, I just every time I see her on TV, I think about my uncle Freddie and that conversation because Poor it's just uncle hilarious Freddie. to me. I know. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, now that I've taken up enough time with my uncle Freddie story, uh, we should it. go into the <laughs> we should go into yeah. the plot. Okay. <clears throat> so. We start off this movie with little Gracie Hart and it's not played by Sandra Bullock yet. It's played by some other little girl. And it looks like she's in what, like elementary school? 
Yeah, like first, second, third grade, pretty young. And there's this like kid being bullied and (laughs) she goes up in like a very heroic fashion and is like, leave him alone. And as soon as this other kid's like, well, what are you going to do about it? She just like punches him in the face. Locks him. (laughs) And I'm like, go baby feminist. Okay. Yes. I'm like, I'm pretty sure this movie made me a feminist without me knowing it because I felt so empowered. (laughs) Um, oh, also, did you watch Hannah Montana growing up? I did. I okay. Hannah Montana so, growing up. I don't know if you noticed, but that little kid, like the bully is, I don't remember his name, but he was like Miley Cyrus's boyfriend in the show. And he was like an actor. Do you know what I'm oh, talking about? I know who you're talking about. I have no idea what his oh name is. Oh my gosh. Is, Hold but on. I did not put that together. Yeah. I, I like paused it and I was like, let me look. And then I did the regular IMDb search and... It was him. <laughs> so he's been working forever. Good, Good him. Thank you. <laughs> That's what watching a movie with me is like. I'm like, wait, <laughs> you can't, we cannot go on until I know who this kid is and if I'm correct. Um, but yeah, anyway, so she like punches him. And, you know, I'm assuming that this is going to be a cute moment with the kid that got bullied and he's going to be like, oh my God, thank you. Like, But this little asshole is like, I don't want to be saved by a girl. That's so embarrassing. (laughs) No, they're going to think I needed to be saved. It's like, you did. She did something nice. They were beating you up. They were beating you up. Exactly. And uh, instead of, you know, just like letting him hurt her feelings, she's like, you know what? I got hands for you too. And she punches him as well. (laughs) Uh, I love that for her. Uh, Well, yeah. And I think that gives us such a good introduction to just like the type of person she is and like not not taking crap from anybody. (laughs) Yeah. No, not at all. Um, So we have this flash forward and now Grace is, I don't know. Do we want to call her Grace or Gracie? Does it matter? I feel like it's Grace when she's the FBI agent, Gracie when she's pageant queen. Okay. Yes. Okay. We'll we'll go with that. It was like her dual persona. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay, so Grace is now like a special agent with the FBI. And they're on this like, I don't even know what you'd call it, like a sting operation. I don't even know what that means. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And they're trying to like catch these like Russian mafia guys. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, they're very vague about like what the bad thing that they're doing is. Like, did you even understand that? Because I didn't. Some sort of like deal or trade or something is very mysterious. (laughs) They had a a CD and I was like, they have the discs. I was like, what does that mean? (laughs) Um, But yeah, I always thought, because Grace is sitting at this restaurant, like, you know, watching these guys. And I thought that that like, camera inside her book was the coolest thing ever as a kid I was like wow like this is so like spies they reminded um, me of, like spy kids like all of their little tech yes exactly exactly <laughs> I like that all that early 2000 stuff has that same like vibe yeah um sorry look into my notes blah, 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 blah. Oh, okay so once Grace gets those like discs on her little camera everyone's like okay let's go like she has a team outside other people undercover they all go in and I it just it goes so wrong so quickly because the guy the main like mob guy starts choking on a peanut 
Yeah, he's and, like, you're not going to catch me. Yeah. And he puts a peanut in his mouth. I mean, yeah. yeah, it was so weird. I, but like, imagine that downfall. I think she should, because the, the, the issue here is that Grace is watching this man choke. And in her brain, I guess it's like, oh, if he dies this way, that's not justice. Like, mm-hmm. I guess he's like killed a bunch of people and like done some really bad things. So I, I understood her like feeling about like, I have to save him so that like justice is served in the way that it should be. But there was a part of me that was like, I think that would be such poetic justice to just let him choke, you know? (laughs) But um, what did, okay. So long story short, she tries to save this guy, even though Mm -hmm. um, her boss is like, don't move. Like, don't move. Yeah, like they're armed. Don't move. Mm -hmm. Like, don't go near them. Exactly. But she saves him. Right. And then trying mm-hmm. to like handcuff him, like it all goes awry and people start shooting. And one of her like co co-workers, what would you call it? Yeah, co-workers. co-workers. Fellow agents. <laughs> yes. Fellow agent gets shot. And then it's like uh, chaos. And this like other cop named Eric, which we'll talk about more later, like saves the day oh, by like Eric. stopping them. Yeah. Um, and I guess the main issue here is that because she didn't listen to directions, that caused her coworker to get shot. And like, that's a really bad thing, like a huge consequence for her not listening. Um, What did you think about how her boss treated her afterwards? Because the, the, the relationship between them kind of upset me when I watched it this time. Yeah. I, I was torn about that because I probably, I was trying to put myself in her shoes and I'm like, that's a pretty reasonable move. If he was about to die, she just acted they Mm -hmm. were all armed and they knew they were going to be in a dangerous situation Mm -hmm. it wasn't good that her coworker got shot yeah but i think it was like something that could like anyone could have done or could have happened to anyone Mm so i think her boss was like i don't want to see your face you're going to be sitting at a desk like don't even look at me like you're going to be under review yeah just completely he wasn't like Everyone was like, you really screwed up. And I'm like, I feel like anyone could have done that. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's it's very obvious. Like she's the only, well, not the only, but one of the only women in this space, well, you know, like. Yeah, it, it's her and like an older woman yeah. like, off to the side as a background character. Yeah, exactly. And so I was like, well, yeah, it's easy to like point the finger and be like, you messed up when it's like, well, who's there to like back her up? No one. <laughs> no one's there to back her up. Um. Also, I mean, this is just like a comment on my part, but like the guy who plays Eric, I think his name is Benjamin, Benjamin something. But I, yeah. even as a kid, I was like, that's a handsome man. <laughs> like, Objectively. <laughs> yes. I was like, wow. Um, and I still think that to this day. Good for him. Me too. <laughs> yeah, he's looking great. Good for him. Um, did you, does this take place like at the beginning? Are they in Jersey? Like, I was always confused about that. It gave me New York vibes, but... It gave me New York vibes, too. Like, some sort of big city vibes. Okay. Because... I, I don't know where New York came... Or, no, New Jersey came in because, like, the girl dropped out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if she's actually from New Jersey. From New Jersey. Me either. But she had the accent. Unclear. Or maybe it's a New York yeah. accent. I don't know. She had, like, an East Coast. Yes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, whatever. That's not important. I just like to nitpick this way. Um oh, Okay, what did you think about Grace and her, like, living arrangements and just, like, her life outside of her job? 
They okay. So my first thing, they tried so hard to make Sandra Bullock look like a mess, <laughs> and I was just thinking like uncombed hair, just tired, like kind of disheveled looking. You go into her apartment and she has like a punching bag next to her bed, <laughs> next to like the TV, like two feet away. It's kind of a mess. And I'm still looking, it's still Sandra Bullock. They I know. can't do that to her. They, I know with these types of movies, like they try so hard to make her look so unappealing and ugly. And I'm like, you just, you can't, you can't. Sandra. <laughs> but I remember as a kid, one of the parts of that scene where she's in her apartment, she's all sad. The one part that always made me laugh was that, her like busted ass microwave that like won't close correctly <laughs> that she has to like stick that like kitchen spoon <laughs> i love that to this day it's so funny it's great um and then yeah the whole punching bag thing i i mean i think it was good acting on her part but for some reason like it always made me feel uneasy that she could i mean i guess it makes sense that she like didn't have anyone to back her up at work or anyone that she could talk to so she just like had to vent in some way and that was through her punching bag um but oh i mean this has nothing to no it does have to do with this we were talking about her like disheveled look it was giving me like Mm -hmm. Mia Thermopolis from Princess Diaries. Like it was giving me that same. (laughs) I'm like, okay, I I see what they're going for here. Um, But yeah, anyway, it's clear that she's very guilty about what happened and Mm -hmm. knows that she did technically mess up. Mm -hmm. Um, So when she goes back to her job, well, okay, this isn't important, but I like talking about the scene where they, they, she, she wakes up in the morning to go to work and then she gets a call from her boss and it just sounds like it's something so important and like an Mm -hmm. emergency. (laughs) (laughs) And okay. I love her little like cop. I don't even know what you'd call it. Yeah. She puts her lights on. Yeah. And I'm like, where is she going? Yeah. Yeah, She's speeding, cutting people off, parking in a place that she's not allowed to. I love her aggressiveness as she like shows her badge to everyone. Like yeah, she's like, I gotta go. Way. Like FBI. <laughs> yes, I thought it was gonna be up for like the injured agent or something because yeah. I had kind of forgotten that scene. Yes, me too. And it ends up that she's at a Starbucks. She's getting coffee. Like I can't deal for the whole office. Yes, for the whole she's office. Like I need like five of these and ten of these. <laughs> yes, I, I. I mean, I don't think. I've ever been in that crowded of a Starbucks in my life before. But the oh. fact that she's cutting through like all these people with their corporate jobs, like being like, excuse <laughs> me. And again, like what you said, orders like 20 drinks. Like I would also be very upset. <laughs> I would be so mad if I were behind her. If I were the oh person ordering and she's like, excuse me. Yes. Oh my <laughs> God. But I love her demeanor. She's like business about everything, even if it's just getting coffee. Yes. Um, So yeah, she goes to work and we find out that there's this like terrorist person called the citizen that Mm -hmm. sent a letter, like this very cryptic letter. And they say that he has a past of like writing these letters that are weird and that Mm -hmm. it's not until whatever terrorist attack happens that these like letters make sense. And then everyone's like, oh my God. So their whole thing is that we need to like, what is it called? Decrypt? Is that a word? Yeah, decrypt. Oh yeah, decrypt is a word. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Like yeah. solve the letter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, figure out where this next hit's going to be because they want to be ahead of it and like not let anybody else get hurt. Um, 
And then we find out that because of Eric's heroic actions at the last operation, he's going to get to run this operation. And as much as I love like Eric's character in the end, I'm like, this guy's kind of a douche. (laughs) I don't know if you got that feeling, but I definitely did. It was the like perfectly pressed suit and like perfectly done hair. And the fact that he was one of the ones that told her like, yeah, you really screwed up. And like, (laughs) all you did was like tackle someone. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Oh my God. But yeah, he, he gets like the credit and he gets to run this operation and poor Grace. I remember she's like running after her boss being like, Hey, Mm -hmm. and he's like not even giving her the time of day, just like blatantly ignoring her. And she's like, Hey, which I didn't catch this when I was younger, but she's like, I have like this amazing background in like decryption and you know, solving these types of things. So like, I think I could be very valuable in that sense. Like, I know I messed up, but like, I, I don't even have to be out in the field. Just let me solve this letter. And even then he's like, you don't deserve anything. <laughs> you this know? is where imposter syndrome comes from. <laughs> yes. That's what it like struck me as I'm like, give her a chance. She screwed up, but like, don't let that get in front of like helping solve the crime. Yeah. Terrorists. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then after this, Grace is like eating lunch at the bar. And I did, <laughs> again, they're like, my favorite scene. Okay. Tell me why it's your favorite scene. Well, keep going. Oh, okay. Well, so yeah, Grace is at this bar eating lunch. And again, they're just pushing this idea that she's just like gross. Like, cause she's eating like in a way that's like having all this stuff drip on her shirt. And she like, Mm -hmm. doesn't even give enough like cares to like wipe it off. (laughs) Like, it's just like, you know, so gross. And I love the line where she's talking to the guy at the bar and she's like, Hey, give me a pint. And like, I didn't get this joke as a kid because I was like, yeah, because the joke is that, you know, we expect it to be like a pint of beer or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a pint of ice cream. Like (laughs) Ben and Jerry's. Yes. Which is so rom-com. I know. And like, as an adult, I'm like, I wish I could go to a bar and order ice cream. (laughs) Give me a pint. And they know you well enough to just give you a pint of ice cream. (laughs) Do you really want another? Like, do you want the whole thing? And she's in a bad day. I hate it. Yes. (laughs) Um, Oh, I also love this like juxtaposition of Grace as a woman. And then this other girl who like, I think she's like a college girl is coming to like Mm -hmm. write a paper or something about the FBI. And again, Eric, his character, I'm like, why are you doing this? He's like, yeah, we're just going to like talk about the FBI when clearly he's just like trying to hook up with this girl. Uh-huh. Um, and there's this moment where she's like, the college girl's like, yeah, I'd love to get a woman's perspective on like the FBI. And then Eric mm-hmm. says, uh, she wouldn't know anything about that. Right, Grace? And like punches, you know, like bro punches her yeah. in the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's I, like such like early 2000s. Ugh. Yep. He's like, oh, we're, we're bros, right? Just like <laughs> physically assaults her. <laughs> I love that. So, bam. Um, <laughs> and then the girl, oh my God, she always annoyed me because she's like, yeah, like do all the agents have to wear such masculine shoes? Like they're just like basically saying that she doesn't count as a woman because of like yeah. the way she looks or the way she carries herself. And like, I was like, excuse me, like <laughs> what? Poor Grace. That's so embarrassing. I know. 
And then she's just like, just completely like rolled her eyes and like moved on. I feel like she is used to hearing that like repeatedly. And I just felt bad for her. I'm just like, she worked, like she obviously worked so hard to get here. They say throughout the movie, like, yeah, this job is my life. Mm -hmm. And someone's just undercutting her because she has bulky shoes on. Like she's not doing the job. (laughs) You're ugly, so you don't count. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh my God. Okay, so afterwards, we cut back again to the office and Grace is like jumping into this conversation that Eric's having with the other agents. Like, hey, like shut up for a second. Like I need to tell you something. And (laughs) I hate it because Eric doesn't even let her, like, I don't know about you, but like, you know, like when someone sends you a TikTok or a video that you've already seen, (laughs) but you just like enjoy it as if it's your first time. You're like, oh my God, that's so funny. He doesn't do that for her. He's like, she's trying to tell him that she found out what the letter means. Like she's got it. She yeah. knows. And he's like, let, <laughs> let's her go on and on and on. And then he's like, yeah, intelligence from our team got that too. And I'm just like, Ugh. but the fact that intelligence is a whole ass team exactly. and she figured out by it's herself. Person. Like that deserves some props, I exactly. think. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that always bothered me. He's like, yes, good for you. <laughs> He's like whatever we're already past that yeah we we understand what's going on um and so basically they find out that this letter is saying that there's going to be a hit on the miss united states pageant in texas oh mm-hmm. i also i mean the fact that this takes place in texas had me thinking about texas and their like whole snowstorm situation going on right now i know Ooh. i just hope everyone's doing okay that's me too awful. i was shook at seeing all the footage of just like things freezing over which is why I was like seeing Texas how it's portrayed in this movie it's just like so hot I was like this Mm -hmm. is like the opposite of what's going on right now um so yeah our thoughts are with Texas because that's crazy um stay safe yes try to stay warm please um So yeah, sorry, off track, but I did want to acknowledge that. It's important. Yes. (laughs) Um, Okay, so this pageant is going to take place in Texas. And there's this one scene, and I want your thoughts about this, where like they're all in this room and Eric's the leader, right, of this operation. And they're like, okay, let's let's start thinking. Like, what are we going to do to like make sure that nothing happens? And I just want your thoughts on Grace's like, interjections and the way that Eric responds to them. Yeah. Like she had these great ideas of like, okay, so we should contact the network and see if they should cancel. We should contact the actual pageant and just so they're in the loop and contact the Texas office. So they feel like they're included and that they're not upset that their toes are being stepped on. And so these are great ideas. And I feel like they're kind of not basic ideas, but I feel like they're really good common starting off points. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh, yeah, let's do that. And that's that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do that. And then, like, every other guy in the office was like, oh, yeah, good idea, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Right after she says it, he's like, yeah, yeah. And now that, uh, yes, and now that I'm on a roll. Like, as if it was his idea. I'm like, oh, Like, Eric. he did nothing. <laughs> exactly. He's just repeating what he's saying, what she's saying. Um, but yeah, they're, they're on a point where she says, Hey, maybe we should get somebody inside because there are so many locations in the pageant that only the contestants can go, you know, into these like backstage areas. So we need like an inside person. 
Um, and Eric's like, I know exactly who we can get. And they start this like montage. That's one of my favorites where they're <laughs> on the like computer looking for someone, you know, that's objectively good looking so that mm-hmm. it would make sense for them to be undercover at a pageant. But the first person that they, that Eric has in mind is on maternity leave. So she can't yeah. even be part of this operation. But for those of you that haven't seen this movie, it's like two like desktop screens and they have the picture of the agent that they're thinking about. And on the other side, they have this like dress up website, which as a kid, <laughs> I thought was legit. I was like, oh my God, I didn't know you could do that. Uh, it's you like can't the coolest scene. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. It's- um, so yeah, I love this little montage of them like clicking on all the different agents that they have in mind. And at first it's like a joke, right? Cause they just pick people that like don't make sense. And then, um, they, by the end of the montage, they, Eric is like, oh, I have an idea. And he puts, uh, what's his name? Is it like Mc, McDonald? Mc, the, the boss. The boss. The boss name. Guy. Yes. I think it's something like McDonald. If it's not. Yes. That's fine. I'm still going to call him McDonald. <laughs> um, so Agent McDonald is on the screen and they're all laughing because he's getting like photoshopped into this bathing suit and he comes up behind them and ruins the whole, you know, fun time. Um, and he's like, you guys have to take this seriously. Like, this is serious. Someone's going to get hurt if we don't act quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have a final, you know, picture. They put Grace up on the screen mm-hmm. and also put her in the bathing suit. And I love Eric because his reaction isn't necessarily like, oh, wow, you're so hot. It's like, oh, we we could use you. Like, you look okay. <laughs> you know? It's like, you'll be fine. Yeah. Wait, you make, yeah, this makes you'll sense. You'll do. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> like, you're good enough. That, that makes sense. Um. And Grace is like, hell no. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, that's not who I am. I don't want to parade around like, you know, a monkey. But we get this other scene where Eric's just trying to convince her. Like, come on. Like, you're a person. Like, we got to do this. And they're in like the gym, right? Like the gym mm-hmm. part of the FBI. It's like a wrestling argument. It was, yes. I like that scene a lot. <laughs> I, when I, cause they start fighting to like, I don't know, prove something to each other that like, you know, I'm stronger than you or whatever. But the, the like saying that came into my mind as I was watching that scene was equal rights, equal fights. I hear that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is what they mean by that. Um, but yeah, at the end of this like whole battle between the two, she's like, okay, I'll do it. Like, Because, I mean, honestly, at this point, she doesn't really have much of a choice, right, in terms of, like, redeeming herself. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, she was basically going to be stuck at her desk job unless she said yes. So, mm, I guess it was just kind of like, I have no choice (laughs) but to go. And she just really wanted to be involved in the case. Like, she Mm -hmm. knew she was up to date. She already thought she'd be an asset. And I think she saw it as her, like, one in, her one way to jump into this. Totally even though it sounded like her worst nightmare. <laughs> I mean, okay, what was the line that she says to Eric? She's like, yeah, like in case you didn't notice, like I don't own a brush. And he's like, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> like I don't own a dress. I don't own a brush. I've never combed my hair. I'm just like, hmm. And he's like, yep. I think we all know that. I oh, love that. Okay. Oh, okay. So yeah, we get to the scene where they go to meet with the pageant people 
And we meet Stan Fields and Kathy Morningside. They're like the two hosts, which honestly, Mm -hmm. in terms of like the logistics of a TV show and like an organization, that makes no sense. Because they're the hosts. Just two of them. You know, I was like, what? <laughs> but for movie purposes, we'll go with it. Um, also, I remember as a child, I thought Kathy Morningside was the most regal, elegant woman I had ever laid my eyes on. Because she's just like in this mm-hmm. like pantsuit and pearls and her hair looks perfect. Like just the definition of like a beauty queen. Like everything yeah, that that the means. the one shot... Where they had like the crown in the background, like framing her. And I, that was my first time noticing it. And I'm like, that's such a beautiful shot. Oh my God. I didn't even notice that until you said that right yeah. now. That's so true. It's right behind her. So that it's on mm-hmm. her head. That's genius. I love that. Yes. I'm glad you said that. I would have never <laughs> noticed that myself. Um, yeah, it was my first time. And I'm like, it's perfect. It is perfect. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, okay. So they're meeting and it's Eric... Grace, Kathy, and Stan. And they're all just talking about like this threat and how serious it is and that they want an inside person. And (laughs) I mean, I don't want to say that Kathy has like a stick up her ass, but like, I think she does in terms of just like how she treats people. (laughs) Because I mean, I laugh at this too when they're like, oh, like, who are you thinking of? Oh, oh, sorry. Before we go into that, they're like, oh, we can't have another person. Like we've already chosen all of our contestants. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know what state you think you're going to represent because we have everyone. And so long story short, the FBI looked into Miss New Jersey and found enough <laughs> dirt on her to like threaten her to not compete. And I'm like, that is crazy. Like I didn't get yeah. that until now. Well, they found out another thing I didn't notice as a kid. She did a sex tape or she was oh, in porn or something yes, like that. That's yes. why. They allude that to it. And obviously like went right over my head. <laughs> as yeah. Oh my God. That's so true. They're like, yeah, she was in like in a little video that she might not want out. I'm like, you guys are awful. And but the host was like, that was her? Oh, yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> That also went over my head. That's so funny. Oh my God. He did say that. Stan, how dare you? Um, But yeah, so they're like, okay, who are you thinking about putting in place of Miss New Jersey? And when Grace like says, oh, it's going to be me, Kathy straight up laughs in her face and is like, oh, wow. And so seeing the, the issue here, Kathy's like, okay, we got to call this guy, Victor Melling. We got to call Vic. And she like gets the number from her assistant, which is like, I remember, I feel like I'm going to go through this without spoiling anything yet because like we already know what happens. But like we meet her assistant, Frank, and he, it just doesn't match because like Kathy's so regal and beautiful and all this. And so you would assume that an assistant to her would have that same you know, aesthetic. He looks like he like mm-hmm. just woke up, <laughs> like put on a, a, a suit that was like three sizes too big. He just looks off. Like um, disheveled. Yeah. A mess. Exactly. Um, but she's like, I need Victor's number. And so after that, we get to meet Victor Melling, played by, I think is Michael Caine. I don't know his name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, anyway, I'm terrible with actors. I, I think that's correct. If I'm wrong, sorry. Um, y'all can Google it later. Or now as you're listening to this. 
Um, okay, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. So we go into this like other restaurant where they are meeting Victor Melling, who is this very famous pageant consultant or like coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we get this like, I don't know, like antagonistic attitude from him as soon as he meets Grace. Cause he's like, I can't do this. Like, I don't know. They, they, they paint it to be like impossible to make her look nice. He's like, I can't. And it's Sandra Bullock. Exactly. I'm like, who are you guys fooling? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, he's like, I mean, off the bat, he's, it's very clear that he's like gay and and fabulous. And he's like talking to Eric and like flirting it up. And Eric is like like, charming him to get him to stay. Yes. I love that. But I guess Eric does get a little uncomfortable. He's like, "Mm -mm, I got to go. I got to go. I'm busy. Uh, Clearly busy with nothing, but didn't want to stay. And so what did you think about this like initial interaction with Vic and Grace? during their lunch or whatever. Okay. So they went to a super nice restaurant, right? Mm -hmm. He was in like a three piece suit, fully groomed, looked amazing. And she came. And honestly, if I were him, I, I, I sympathized in hindsight. Like she was a mess. Yeah. She was, she was like, like, like munching down on a steak, like chugging a beer I think he was eating like a salad and just like observing her. Yeah. And he's just like, oh my God, what did I get myself into? Exactly. Um, but what I, oh, sorry. I totally interrupted you. Go ahead. Oh no, I didn't. I'm finished. Go oh, ahead. okay. Um, sorry. I, I have a tendency to do that. Sorry. Um, so I think what's really important about you talking about how he's like observing her so carefully mm-hmm. is that we find out in hindsight that he's just incredible at this job. Like he has had mm-hmm. a line of winners. Like everyone he had trained won their pageant until this one girl lost and told reporters that he was just like incredibly abusive to all his trainees and awful. Yeah. And and that one singular event just like tarnished his reputation. And from then mm-hmm. on, like he never would get like the prime girls anymore or he would be like the last pick which is why I think it's so interesting when he sees like how much of a mess Grace is and he's like of course they would call me like they wouldn't call anybody else they would call me because I'm like the biggest loser in the yeah. in the coaching I'm world left. <laughs> yeah exactly um but I think there's just enough you know like initial chemistry between the two that he's like mm-hmm. okay I need this gig basically like I need this job so Let's figure it out. Like we could do this. <laughs> what I love about Vic too is he starts coaching off the bat. Like he's yes, like, you don't say yeah, you say yes. You say yes. <laughs> you say yes. <laughs> oh my! I remember uh, my middle school principal said that to a bunch of kids one time. Like, oh, don't say yeah, say yes. And I just looked at this man. Like, we're twelve. Like, what are you talking about? But anyway, that line brought me back to that memory. Um, anyway, again, going back to like Vic's coaching, I love how as soon as I leave the restaurant, he's like watching her walk and seeing, I mean, and she's just like hunched over, like stomping. (laughs) But I mean, it was so blatantly exaggerated because if you see her walking in any other scene before that, she's walking normally, but just for this like moment, she's like, stomping and looking crazy um like shoving through the crowd (laughs) yes and 
I love that Vic says, I wrote down this quote because it made me laugh so hard. He's like, oh, I haven't seen a walk like that since Jurassic Park. (laughs) He's just so like, I don't know what you would call it because he's like antagonistic, but like he's clever about it. He's never like, oh, you're ugly. He's like, oh, it always has to allude to something else, which I think it's funny. Um. Oh, and the classic, like, she almost gets run over as she's, like, wa- trying yeah, to... Hey! <laughs> Glide. Wait, say it, say it. She's like, hey, I'm gliding here. <laughs> just, like, hits the car of the, or the hood of the taxi. <laughs> she was. And I just, like, how she has her hand so, like, proper, like... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what was going on there because she he's... Vic's clearly trying to teach Grace how to, like, walk like a beauty queen and all that. Mm. Walk on a cloud. (laughs) Yeah, but it looks like she, like what he says, it looks like she's like ice skating, like taking these giant steps and like looking crazy. Um, So yeah, that's, we get a taste of that initial training and I just love that. They have such good chemistry, those two. Um, Oh, and then we get like another clip. I didn't mention this previously, but they have shown these like very cryptic shots of that, the citizen or whatever, like the guy that's Mm -hmm. planning to bomb the pageant like making the bomb and like planning everything so throughout the movie we see that this is going on in the background um and that you know someone dangerous is gonna do something (laughs) Mm um sorry (laughs) oh okay so after this we cut to the scene where they're flying to texas and their private jet Mm -hmm. and it's so fancy um (laughs) and what did you think about Vic and Grace watching those old videos of the past winners. That, okay. So I think one of the best parts about this movie is the character development that you see in a lot of the characters. Yeah. Because she was making fun of the previous, um, like, winners, like, their cry and how, like, (laughs) overwhelmed they were with emotion. And, like, the whole time she was just, like, mimicking them and making fun of them. Yeah. And at one point, Victor was, like, walked away. He's, like, I can't do this. <laughs> and I just, like, I'm, like, she's so mean. Like, that was so mean of her. That was. Yeah. And I, but, I think, I, yeah, it made me a little sad in hindsight. <laughs> I think so, too. But I, I, I like that you call out, like, the fact that she's making fun of them. Because I think that's also, as we realize, like, further into the movie, that it's just like this internalized insecurity that she has of mm-hmm. like not being perceived as a woman and then being put in front of this clip of a woman who's supposed to represent like the epitome of femininity mm-hmm. and beauty mm-hmm. and knowing that like she doesn't fit in that and that she in like a matter of hours mm-hmm. is supposed to become that. Like I I could feel... I Like her panic I, yes, a little bit. Yes, I, I, I was empathetic about how she was feeling like, oh, I can't like cry or be like emotional about it. So I'm just going to make fun of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I definitely think that's what that was. Um, <clears throat> oh. When do they give her her uh, fake name? Her fake name? Oh, right that- after this. Yes. Because <laughs> yes, this like fake name and persona she gets. No, no, no. You're fine. We can <laughs> jump around as much as you want. But after this is my favorite. Well, not my favorite scene, but like one of the best ones in the it's movie. A great scene. Her makeover montage scene. Ugh. Yes. I live for these in every movie. Like I know like <laughs> movies get made fun of when they have a makeover montage, but like I love them. They're so satisfying to me. I'm like, oh, this is yes. great. 
Um, so yeah, I, I love how intense this makeover montage is. It's not mm-hmm. like a cute, like pop song in the back while she's trying. It's like this drum it's like line. A, <laughs> it's like a team of like 20, like federal agent looking mm-hmm. like hair, nail stylists. Yeah, yep. it is. Exactly. Hilarious. And it's like, since they have such little time, she's like getting her teeth clean and her hair done at the same time and <laughs> wax. And I, Oh, also as a little kid, I didn't know what a bikini wax was. So when they like wax her and there's this like giant scream of pain, like I didn't understand. I was like, is she okay? Like what's going on? Also, I mean, I don't know. I was like, why can't they just like shave her legs? Like they like wax her legs. Oh my God. Awful. Awful, awful. And I was just like, there's no hair there. I know. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) When they're waxing her, there's no hair there to begin with. I was like, okay, I, we're going to go with that for sure. Um, Oh, also the part where they're all having like lunch or dinner or whatever they're having. Mm -hmm. And there's this like giant Subway sandwich and donuts and cookies and Victor hands Grace a celery stick. Oh, it was, it was so sad awful. for her. <laughs> Imagine being that hungry and you just get a little celery stick. Oh, no. But um, mm-hmm. I love the physical comedy in that little part because Eric <laughs> like eats the powdered donut in her face and is like, oh, this is so good. And she throws the celery stick like right <laughs> on his head. Oh, I love that part. So good. Um, okay. This next scene where she, the makeover is done. It's the next morning and Grace walks out. Give me your thoughts. Like, how did you, I mean, I guess this is a longer question. Like, how did you remember the scene as a kid? And what did you think of it now? I remember the dress as a kid. I think that was my main memory. Cause I loved that dress as mm-hmm. a kid. Honestly, so like the fashion from 2000 to now, not as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah. I was expecting that it was going to be a little cringier. <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Mustang Sally, I think that's the name of the song. Mm-hmm. That's the main lyric. But I remembered that song and just like her, like walking out behind her giant glam squad. Yeah. And just like, I mean, looking like Sandra Bullock. It was amazing. All I could think when I saw, because I also remember the song and the dress, like what you said, Mm -hmm. but I didn't recall there being like so many people on her glam team. And I laughed because I saw this and I was like, oh my God, that's basically every, every beauty influencer now. Like that's just their life. Yeah. (laughs) It's just their team. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Also the fact that she falls. (laughs) end I know ah I think it was the perfect just like symbol of like her looking good now but she's Mm -hmm. still not what she's supposed to be in terms of I mean even to like even her name being Grace I think that's hilarious Mm -hmm. because she's just not that (laughs) at all she is not Grace (laughs) oh my god not at all um yeah and I love how like proud victor is he's like oh i'm so good because <laughs> she looks awesome like she looks amazing so good yeah um oh yeah we get the little montage that's like we're in texas now mm-hmm. um and they arrive at the hotel i think where all the contestants are staying mm-hmm. like victor and grace um 
I felt so much satisfaction when Kathy Morningside walks up to them and doesn't recognize Grace. Like, I was like, that is crazy. She's like, hi, Victor. Like they did it. Uh, yeah, exactly. But the thing that I guess should have tipped me off as a kid, but didn't, is that Kathy doesn't look pleased. She She looks like, oh, this is a problem. You know, that they were able mm-hmm. to make Grace look amazing, um, which we'll get to that later. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay. Grace again is still not satisfying the, like, I'm a beauty queen role off the bat. Like when she's getting on the bus, she falls again. Like she eats shit so many times in this movie. I'm like, how are your knees not scraped up and bleeding all the time? (laughs) And I'm like, that's, what's not real about this movie. Mm -mm. Not, Not even a scratch on her. And she falls like 20 times. Um, <clears throat> oh yeah so this scene she's getting on the bus with all the other contestants and mm-hmm. this felt like um let's see like in Mean Girls when Katie walks into the cafeteria for the first time mm-hmm. and she like doesn't know where to sit doesn't know mm-hmm. what to do with herself because because Grace is a fish out of water like these mm-hmm. well from what I've gathered in the very little knowledge I have about the beauty scene the beauty pageant scene is that mm-hmm. most of these women have been competing in these since they were little girls. Like it's just mm-hmm. part of their, you know, life. And so imagine going into a bus with all these people that already know each other, have such giant histories together. And you're just this random girl that they don't recognize. Like that must feel so isolating. And you can hear them like whispering about her, like, oh, who is she? Where did she come from? Mm-hmm. And she was just trying to find a place to like, blend in and she was having such a struggle too and I felt so bad that was when her like kind of like insecurity like we're talking about earlier was really on show yeah that she was a fish out of water and just terrified yeah oh I felt so bad for her because that's so scary not knowing anyone and there's this added pressure of like someone's out to kill you guys and I have to figure Mm -hmm. out who that is um so yeah but Luckily, there's another girl on the bus who's like, hey, girl, like, sit with me. And this is Cheryl. She is Miss Rhode Mm -hmm. Island. I'm probably Mm going to use Cheryl and Rhode Island interchangeably because I don't know all of the girls' names, but I know their state, like the state that they represent. So um, good luck not getting that confused, listeners. (laughs) But I think I'll do do it justice. I I don't think I'll mix them up. Okay, so she meets Miss Rhode Island and she's just such a sweetheart. Like, she's like, hey, like, um, I mean, she's kind of like, I, I don't know. She's just so bubbly. And I think even though Cheryl's so genuinely trying to show her kindness, Grace is like still defensive about it. She's like, oh, I don't know her. And she's like being nice yeah. to me. Like, what does well, this mean? She comes mean? off like slightly strong because she's like, I remember I memorized everyone's face and name based off of the roster and your face wasn't there. So I knew it was you because I didn't know your face. Yeah. Oh and if my someone God. said that to me, I would, I would probably feel yeah. the same way. Like, Oh no, <laughs> this girl's kind of weird. Cause she is, <laughs> but little... I love that. I love that about her. She's so endearing though. Yes, she is. Um, <laughs> so yeah, she, um, <clears throat> meets Cheryl on the bus and, Kathy Morningside gets on the bus and they, you know, start going to the breakfast or whatever that they're headed to. Mm -hmm. And they start singing like the theme song for the pageant. I didn't know pageants had theme songs or maybe it's just for the movie. 
but they all know the song except for Grace. <laughs> so she's just sitting there and like they're all singing about Miss USA and how she's graceful like, and beautiful. Like perfect pitch. Yeah. yeah. In exactly. harmony, I was expecting her to try to sing and just be completely off. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the fact that she doesn't even try to like mouth the words. She's like, yeah, I don't know this song. I'm not, this is not. Um, so yeah, they get to this like breakfast uh, meeting where they're supposed to like talk to the hosts and get to know each other mm-hmm. and all that fun stuff. And it's like an ocean of pastel. <laughs> like it's just so many <laughs> colors and oh, Oh, I didn't mention this and you had told me to mention it. So right before their make her makeover's done, Eric lets her know that her new identity is Gracie Lou Freebush. Like just like the most <laughs> Southern <laughs> Belle name ever. Um, and that she's going to have like a little camera on a pin that she's going to mm-hmm. wear with all her outfits and an earpiece. So yeah, mm-hmm. as she's walking to this breakfast, like the guys are hooked into her, you know, visuals and what she's hearing and they're watching it on a screen. Um, yeah, there was a lot of guys being like, hey, like, look hey. at all these girls. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, That's another early 2000s, like, really cringy in hindsight. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's kind of creepy. Yeah. But you know yeah, what? I don't like that. I'm trying... <laughs> Yeah. I was trying so hard to give them the benefit of the doubt of like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Yes, they're having a little fun, but they are, are trying to save these women from getting yeah. killed. So, okay. Um, but yeah, that, that those parts were always just like, ugh, eye roll. Um, okay, so at this breakfast, this is where we meet the like supporting cast of women that play the other contestants. Mm-hmm. And so we meet Texas. And I love her because she has this attitude of like, I'm superior because the pageant is taking place in Texas, her home state, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I get that. She's feeling the support yeah. and all she's that. confident. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And she's everything. Like, they're all such stereotypes of their state, you know? Like, she's it's the hair. It's the big yeah. curls. Big, red, fiery hair. And yes. she has that little accent. She's like, what did she say? Yeah, when they're like, oh, this is Texas. She goes, hi there. Like, it's so cute. <laughs> it was really cute. Good for her. Um, and then we meet Hawaii. Um, honestly, my least favorite of this group, if I'm going to be completely honest. Um, I, I would agree there. <laughs> and then New York. Uh, I love her. And California. Mm-hmm. I appreciated that they had contestants I would say diverse for the time. I was like, okay, we, we have enough representation mm-hmm. here. I'm, I'm happy with this. Um, <laughs> but, you know, again, going back to the Hawaii contestant, um, they're all just trying to have a nice conversation and get to know each other. And it mm-hmm. starts off so nice. And then I don't know what happens that like Hawaii's talking about being from a small state. And then mm-hmm. like Rhode Island tries to piggyback I'll call her Cheryl. Cheryl tries to yeah. piggyback off that. And it's like, oh yeah, like as a Rhode Islander and Hawaii just like turns on her. And it's like, I wasn't finished. Did it sound like I was finished? I was like, yo, this is too You're much. Like, yes, it did sound like you were finished. Exactly. And I'm like, that's just so blatantly rude. Oh my God. I couldn't handle it. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. I, but that's why I love, again, I feel like this ties into like how Grace acted at the very beginning of the movie where like Mm -hmm. if she sees someone in trouble she'll step in even if it's like Mm -hmm. not her place or whatever and so as soon as she sees this like conflict start to arise 
she she interjects with comedy which is what she always mm-hmm. does when she's uncomfortable which i think is hilarious and she just says some like joke about uh aloha being a way to say hello mm-hmm. and goodbye and no one laughs except for cheryl uh which i also <laughs> think is hilarious um what happens after this oh Stan and Kathy are like talking to the girls about like, Mm -hmm. welcome and all that good stuff. And we find out that Stan is retiring. This is his last year Mm -hmm. hosting the pageant and he's very sad. Um, And in the background, we can see that the FBI agents are like having trouble hearing what's going on. And they're like, oh my God, like Mm -hmm. shuffling through all the cables and connections. And (laughs) what did you think about what happens after they reconnect the system? I had such secondhand embarrassment <laughs> because so they connected to her um, earpiece again and she got a really like high pitched feedback mm-hmm. and she just like screamed basically like yelled out and everyone just like froze and like stared at her. He was in the middle of this like very sentimental speech yeah. and she's just like, I'm so sorry. I just realized I had a bite of my bagel without praying first. <laughs> and she like drops to her knees and starts praying. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is cringy. <laughs> I love it. I, okay. It was, I also, it was hilarious. I agree. It's so funny, but I agree in that like, it's so awkward to watch. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I give her a lot of credit in her quick thinking of like, oh my mm-hmm. God, what do I say? And I feel like she went with the like most general, like, I guess most of these women are religious. Let's go with it. <laughs> Let's say I and was And no praying. one's going to question it, you know? The other contestants yeah. are all, they're like shook. They're like, oh my God, she's right. And everyone drops their food <laughs> and starts praying. Like it was everything. Um, but I mean, I also love seeing Kathy Morningside react to everything mm-hmm. that Grace does. Cause she's just mad all the time. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Why are you doing this? Um, also, I mean, we didn't talk about this when she first meets Kathy, but I love that she doesn't like to call it a pageant. She says this is a scholarship. It's a scholarship, <laughs> it's a scholarship program. I was like, okay, Kathy, uh, we'll go with that. Oh, also, I'm assuming, what age are these women all supposed to be? Like college age, right? They're all like undergrads. Yeah, like 18 to early 20s. Um. And then they, at the FBI, they were looking for people like under 35, right? I remember that being the number. Yeah. I, I thought I, Grace was supposed to be like 30, right? Yeah, I think she is. I, I can't really tell, but I feel like she is. She didn't have that like, oh, I'm still, like, I'm just at a high school kind of look, you know? Yeah. I'm an um, undergrad and I'm a mess. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. So, Yeah. She, she, you know, they pray and that whole like moment gets over with and she like gets out of the breakfast clean. Like no one, no one's, no one's suspicious, but everyone thinks she's kind of weird, which is, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Fair. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. So next we get like a short little um, montage of her having to like train for a dance that they're going to have to do later on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm kind of, I'm not embarrassed, but like that was the first time I'd ever heard Dancing Queen and it's like a remix of the ABBA ever? ever that was like when I was a kid I was oh, watching this movie yeah no not this time <laughs> I thought you meant this time and I'm like was that possible no no 
<laughs> no. Um, but as a kid, that was the first time I heard that song. And I was like, this is catchy. <laughs> but I didn't it's know it wasn't original. I was like dancing along, like listening to it this time. And I'm like, I love ABBA. <laughs> so good. Um, let's see. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Where were we? Um, yeah, so she just did the dancing scene. Mm-hmm. She was a complete mess during the karaoke. Oh, yeah. Like, she I like was can't expecting keep her up. to fall or something. Yeah. Honestly. But you know what I love about that, though? Like, even though she's a mess and she, like, can't get the choreography right, she's so much more athletic than the other girls that when it turns yeah, to, like, doing, high like, kicks. kicks. <laughs> and Texas is in the back, like, trying to keep up. Like, she can't be better than me. <laughs> She can't be better than me. It's oh, my I didn't favorite. notice yes. that. Yes, Gracie's just like having a great time doing the kicks because that's something she could do with ease. And then Texas is in the back trying to like lift her leg higher than Grace. And it's so funny. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I love catching stuff like that in the background. It's so good. Um, okay. Okay. So after this, Grace is finally in her hotel room, ready to go to bed, like living her life. And <laughs> there's a knock on the door. And she looks and it's Cheryl from Rhode Island. And she has this like thermos with hot chocolate. And she's like, hey, (laughs) I just feel so bad for Cheryl because again, I get what you're saying about like her coming off as like a little weird because she Mm -hmm. is. But at the same time, like she's really the only one trying to like make friends at this thing. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and so she's she's so nice. She's just so earnest. Exactly. Exactly. Um. And so she's like, hey, like, do you want to have hot chocolate? <laughs> I love Grace because she's kind of like, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's so, like, I don't know, like, hesitant about it. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, they go in, they have a little moment, which I think is sweet, about, mm-hmm. you know, them both having insecurities about things. But I feel like Grace definitely, I don't know, projected a little bit of, like, oh, like, you're meant to be here. Like you've gotten this far, like you shouldn't Mm -hmm. feel like you don't belong kind of thing, which I think it was just her trying to like give herself therapy, you know? Um, But I feel like Cheryl really takes that to heart and is like, wow, that's Mm -hmm. so nice. But the thing that annoys me about Cheryl in this scene, and I cringed every time she said it, she's like, you're so nice. You're totally going to win. She says that three times in the span of like five minutes. It was like she was waiting for um, Grace to say it back. Mm. and she just didn't like she just totally. wasn't picking up that cue totally oh my god I didn't even yeah you're right she I don't probably... know if that's true but I'm like is she just waiting for something in response yeah no I think so I think that was I don't want to say that like Cheryl was I don't know like not genuine but I definitely do think she was fishing for a compliment or two in that yeah. conversation um, but it ends up being really sweet, even though Grace does make fun of her talent because Cheryl's like, well, what's your talent? Cause there's a talent portion of this competition. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it's a surprise. Cause Grace doesn't even know what the heck she's going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> then she's like, oh, but it's nothing embarrassing, like baton twirling or anything. <laughs> and that's when we realize that that's Cheryl's talent is baton but twirling. But then it has like a nice moment after she's like, yeah, I wanted it to be like, um, like twirling fire or something yeah. like that. She's like, but my parents wouldn't approve. Like, you know, they wouldn't understand. And Grace is like, well, you, you made it here. You did this. So mm-hmm. you should do that. Like, yeah, do, do what you your want. Talent. Enjoy exactly. it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I like um, that pep talk. 
Me too. I this this conversation ends up really cute, and I feel like it's the first time in the movie where like Grace has like a conversation with a woman that's not about mm-hmm. her job or about a guy. It's just like building each other up, which I thought was really sweet. Um, Cause you could see as Cheryl's leaving, like she just has a smile on her face. Like, Oh, that was a mm-hmm. nice interaction. Um, <laughs> love Texas though. Cause uh, she's sharing her room with Texas and Texas is like, has a face mask on, has like earbuds on and it's just not feeling this conversation. So that's the main reason why Cheryl leaves. She's yeah. like, you got to like, I want to sleep up and she's like, I'm in the middle of a REM cycle. You need to go. <laughs> you need to leave. Um, which like, I get it. But at the same time, like, come on girl. Don't like chase her it. out. Yeah, exactly. Um, Da, 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 da. Oh, okay. And yeah, so she leaves and Grace is getting ready to tuck herself into bed. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just like the, the, the way she, she just acted it so well that it looks so comfy. Like she gets into her bed and she's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is everything. I'm going to sleep finally. <laughs> and then there's another knock. But instead of at the door, it's at like her balcony window or something. Mm-hmm. And it's Eric. And he's like, we got to, we got to go. And she's like, why? And he's like, Vic needs to keep training you for this pageant. Oh, I felt so bad for her. Because she said she hadn't slept in two days. Yeah, because she was going through the whole makeover last night or the mm-hmm. night before. Mm-hmm. Damn, they should have let her sleep at least through something. <laughs> but they yeah, didn't, clearly. Um, nope. So yeah, blah, 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 blah. Sorry. Okay, so after that, we cut to, like, the main stage. And Vic is just Mm -hmm. teaching her how to, like, walk down the stage Mm -hmm. and, you know, do certain things. Um, And I didn't know this as a kid, but, like, as they're, you know, getting the camera closer to where Vic and Grace are, you could see the cops, like, in the seats with, like, dogs sniffing for the bomb. And I didn't... I didn't... Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Right. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Like, they should be scoping this whole place out. But it was just such, like, a background thing that I was like, Mm -hmm. okay. Uh, But, but yeah, there's cops looking for... So, all the cops know that this is going on, that Grace is an inside Mm -hmm. person. They're looking for the bomb, all that good stuff. Uh, But they don't find anything. So, that's important. Um, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Okay. What did you think of... Oh, good. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, what did you think of her um, basically like disarming herself during the walk down the stairs? Because that was one of my, I love that kind of comedy as a kid. I still do. And I just thought it was hilarious. I love that. I mean, I think it's funny because I I think it's obvious that someone's just like handing her more things like on the corner of the (laughs) camera. But like, it's so her to have a whole like arsenal (laughs) on her leg. Like strapped in an evening dress. Yes, exactly. I was like, I don't, I don't care what anyone says about Grace. She is prepared. Like I wouldn't know that she had all that under her dress. (laughs) I love that. And Vic is just like, as, as he's like getting handed more things, he's not even shook. He's just like, yep. It's still going. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Do you have an armored car? <laughs> like, <laughs> he's so sarcastic and I love that. Um, da, 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 da. Okay. So this is the part going back to the whole talent competition mm-hmm. conversation. Because Vic is like, okay, so we're having like the preliminary rounds with the talent portion. So what's your talent? Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to sing, dance, like play an instrument? And she's like, I'll do whatever you want me to do. And <laughs> I love the panic that sets in to Vic. He's like, mm-hmm. you don't have, but he's so, he's such an asshole about it. Cause he goes running to Eric being like, she doesn't have any talent. 
I wasn't hired to give her a talent. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, which is so funny later because I mean, this doesn't spoil anything, but like Vic later is like, you know what? One time I had a girl that just like rearranged furniture, like as her talent. So I'm like, Vic, what are you talking about? Like you could have figured out anything, but he's just in a panic. Um, Mm -hmm. And I love Grace. She's like, oh, don't worry. Like I have a, I have a talent and it's, what would you call that? Uh, Um, She like plays the water glasses. mm -hmm. Like I I call it like, yeah, I don't know what that is. Like glass singing Sure. I think it does. I don't know it. Hmm. It was pretty. It sounded nice. Yeah, it sounded pretty. Um, so yeah, it's like the next day, it's the talent portion mm-hmm. and we're going through all the contestants again and, you know, Texas sings like a, mm-hmm. a Celine Dion-esque ballad. Sounded beautiful. Yeah, great. <laughs> there was a Cheryl with her batons and California mm-hmm. is like an opera singer, which was like really mm-hmm. impressive to me Amazing. at the time. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but then I... <laughs> I, I, the girl who is doing the balloons like that confused me I was like what are what's going on here she she was like blowing up balloons and just like making yeah, figurines was she was making balloon animals okay yeah but like Kaylin like they could have shown her like holding like an impressive looking no she was totally like a like, snake <laughs> and like a circle yeah, I was like um if that was her talent, they could have shown her like building a giant, impressive balloon animal. But anyway, I always thought that was silly. I was like, what's going on here? It's um, like she made it to the top 50. Like she was the top of her state with her balloon animal. I know. I was like, who was against her and why did she get this far? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my God. Sorry, guys. I just thought if you watch the movie, you'll know it just sticks out like a sore thumb. It just looks off which is there's so many little moments that's why this movie is so funny it's so great yeah um mm -mm -mm. okay so grace goes up to the stage to do her freaking like water (laughs) water glasses thing oh i should have mentioned this before sorry i keep going back and forth because there's so many moments in this movie Mm -hmm. but um when grace goes back to her room her her and eric like after the training session with vic they're going back to her room and they definitely have this like sexual tension between them. Like, this you know, moment. something's going on. Yeah. Something's With her little on. like sing song. Yeah. She's like, oh, you <laughs> like me? Like, she's so funny. <laughs> and Eric is such a tease because he like goes in as if he's going to kiss her and then takes like a huge bite out of like a chocolate bar. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then the next morning, Texas, like as they're getting ready for the talent competition, Texas is like, oh, girl, like I saw you leave this room with a boy with a guy and then they're all like <gasps> but I love California because she's like are you sleeping with a judge like she's so blatantly <laughs> like what's going on um but yeah I, I enjoyed that moment of of them questioning her and her having to like come up with some crazy lie of like oh no it's just I mean I think she gets back at Eric for like teasing her by making mm-hmm. fun of him because again she has a little camera so all the mm-hmm. cops can hear everything she's saying. And she's basically just saying that like Eric's a loser and obsessed with her and all this stuff. I, like I a just, crazy ex. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I just needed to add that background or else the ending makes like no sense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so again, talent competition. Grace is like on the stage with her water glasses and she's in this ridiculous outfit. Like what is she wearing? Okay, it looked like if you went to like Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, but exactly. in like so that, but like white and frilly. 
she had her hair up in like double like princess Leia buns mm-hmm. and like white chunky like platform heel boots <laughs> which I noticed for the first time yeah it was it was I mean the outfit looks great on her but it was definitely like why <laughs> why that it's like where did you find this yeah I was so confused about that I was like why did she just wear like a nice dress anyway long story short it, it looks crazy um yeah, it was hilarious yeah, and so she's like playing her water glasses and Vic and Kathy Morningside are like on the side of the stage because this is like outdoors. And Kathy's like, you're supposed to make her look credible. Like she looks like a dumbass up there playing her water glasses, but they're going with it. And Grace starts seeing a man in the crowd, like getting closer and closer to the stage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, based off the music and everything, like this man does look sus. Like he looks kind of like yeah. he's going to do something. And Grace mm-hmm. is, you know, trying to keep going with her talent, but she's talking to the cops through her earpiece. Like, hey, um, I see this guy getting closer. And they like are like, where? Why? And they don't know where this man is. He's getting closer and closer. And you could see him like reach for something. And there's a gun. Yeah. And he had a gun. Yeah. And he had a gun. And so, like, I, <laughs> it's just Grace gets herself in these situations, but it, like, makes sense why she gets herself into these situations because mm-hmm. she sees a threat. She sees yeah. a guy with a gun. And so she's like, I, I got to take him out, guys. I got to take him out. And they're like, no, we got to wait until we have a visual. <laughs> and she sees the gun and she leaps <laughs> off the stage. She dives off the stage and tackles him. I, the, you guys Wait. the visual is crazy because she leaps off and I there's this like very short clip of her leaping over and Kathy Morningside and Vic are just like watching her like airbound just like like flying through the air and it's so funny to me um but yeah and Amazing. then like it's just chaos and everyone's jumping on the sky and poor Grace ends up on tv like it's like a new story that she leapt off the stage um and Kathy Morningside has a problem with this she mm-hmm. is so mad I, what was your reaction when because she you know there she's yelling at her in front of everybody and talking about how everyone in Texas has a gun and there was no mm-hmm. reason to tackle this man um oh I wanted to talk about the fact that Grace again thinking off the top of her head Turned it into a, yeah, turned it into like a political stance as Miss New Jersey. She's like, well, because he was lighting a cigarette, this man. He wasn't trying to shoot anybody. But she was like, yeah, like I'm against tobacco use or like something stupid. Yeah, like like he'll think twice the next time he reaches for a cigarette. I've inflicted enough trauma that he'll never smoke again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so going back to Kathy Morningside, she's mad. She's like, you're making a joke out of this. You're embarrassing me. You're embarrassing everyone. Like, you got to get your shit together, basically. But Mm -hmm. what did you think about her, like, person or, like, demeanor switching as soon as she gets to talk to Grace by herself? Yeah, that was interesting because she's like, oh, yeah, we just, like, can you give us a moment? We just need to talk for a Mm -hmm. second. And I think she said, like, yeah, you know, something about hair or, like, some really, like, superficial like oh yeah we're talking like hairstyles or very thing and then her face just changes and she's like this isn't a joke to me this Mm -hmm. is my whole life Mm -hmm. I have been working so hard for this scholarship was a scholarship fund yeah and yeah and it was a little scary but you were kind of sympathetic for her because it was her whole entire life that was the one moment where like okay you know I kind of see where she's coming from 
And I think it did like snap like grace into like, oh, I should like, these are people's actual lives that I'm kind of meddling in. Mm -hmm. I, right before this, we get a little moment of the cops being like, hey, we found this like letter from the citizen and Mm -hmm. there's DNA on it. And they were like, Grace was like, there was never DNA before. And they're like, oh, he like slipped up this time. But mm-hmm. the DNA is the DNA of a woman. And so mm-hmm. this plot wise is like, ah, oh, so now women can be suspects. And I yeah. was like, mm, take note of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Foreshadowing right there. Exactly. I was like, mm. um, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, but again, going back to like Morningside's attitude change, she straight up says to Grace, like, if you mess with my pageant, I will kill you. (laughs) It's like, she is so aggressive. Yeah, she gets so up in her face about it. Um, Mm -hmm. But I do, uh, oh, sorry. I was going back to Kathy and her aggressiveness. Okay. So right after this, we see Vic training grace for the interview portion of the pageant and i i remember as a kid i was very upset with grace in this scene because she's being Mm -hmm. impossible like Mm -hmm. you can't get Vic can't get through to her and he's trying to like genuinely be like they're going to ask you these questions and if you don't have an answer you're going to look stupid and it's going to blow your cover so it's super important um but then again now was I'm older. She was hungry. (laughs) She was sleep deprived. Like I could totally Mm -hmm. understand why she turned into such an asshole because I mean, yeah, she was so tired, poor thing. And all this stress, like I can't even imagine. Like, why aren't you smiling? What was it? Like smilers wear the crown and losers wear the frown or something. I'm like, if someone said that to me after I hadn't slept in 48 hours, I would react the same. I would lose it. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my God. But it's so aggressive because she straight up points a gun. <laughs> Vic, yeah. She's like, we're done here. Because she wanted a donut <laughs> and he wouldn't yeah. give it to her. And she leaves I'm like, in a Let huff. her have the donut. <laughs> I know. Seriously. As if she's not working hard enough to have that donut. Um, but yeah, she like leaves and goes to where Eric is and he's like swimming at the pool or whatever. I think it was just an excuse for him to take off a shirt, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, it definitely was. <laughs> you know. Um, and she spent her evening gown looking yes, gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. She looks so... Oh, um, I will say though, the whole like blow up against Vic wasn't just because of the donut. I don't want to simplify it to just that because they say mm-hmm. some really mean things to each other. Like, she's mm-hmm. like, you're a loser and like, no one wants you. And that's the only reason you're here. And then he, to her is like, well, you're empty inside. I was like, oh my God, this is awful. They're just being so mean to each other. So I wanted mm-hmm. to attribute that to her blow up as well. It wasn't just the donut. Um, <laughs> Cause she's not psychotic. No. Um, so yeah, she tells Eric in her beautiful pink evening gown that she's leaving. She's quitting. This is not for her. Mm-hmm. It's not working out. But there is this shift in Eric when he does realize that she is in distress and she's like mm-hmm. freaking out. And I, I guess now I, I, before I thought he was just charming her, right? Like as a kid, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I was just being like smooth and like telling her these things so she'll stay. But I do think he was genuine in talking her off the ledge of being like, you know, you're here because you're intelligent. 
like you figured out the letter before anybody else, like starts giving her the credit that she deserves. Mm -hmm. But I will say like, why couldn't this happen? Like in front of other people, you know, like he's giving her the credit when it's just them two. And I'm like, well, I guess, but that does convince her enough to stay because he's Mm -hmm. like, this is dangerous. These people are in danger. You have the capability to like figure this out and save them. So don't leave. And she decides not to. So yeah. I thought that was a sweet moment. But he does push pull, pull her into the pool. <laughs> Which is like the you know, douchey you had to ending. break the tension somehow. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, this is getting too real. We need more comedy. Um, yeah, so next is the bathing suit competition. Take me through, what did you think about this scene in general? Again, it's the creepy FBI guys like watching with their little mic on all of the women. Mm-hmm. I didn't love that. Mm-hmm. But like, and then, um, like, so they were doing that and it cut to like, uh, Victor putting like, like what, like implants or something. Yeah. I don't know what you'd call them. bathing suit. Like, yeah. To like fill chicken, up her bra. Chicken cutlets. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like padding. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like so visibly uncomfortable. She's like, mm-hmm. why do I have to wear a two piece? Like I've been yeah. trying to avoid this my whole life. Mm-hmm. And he's just suck it up and do it. Yeah, um, exactly. Which, I mean, I guess that's the only thing that he could say. He's like, you're going on in like two minutes. So, <laughs> yes. and yeah. No, and keep going. It was just one of her like sincere insecurities. And I felt so bad for her in that mm-hmm. moment because yeah. And I didn't like that they made a joke of like when he was putting it in, which I thought was really weird that he was doing that to her. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, like he's in the danger zone or something <laughs> stupid like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then those guys. Yeah. But that was like, that was when Eric like stepped, stepped in and he's like, okay, no, that's enough. Like he turned off the camera, blocked yeah. it or something. Like we so don't I have to gawk at that. her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, she's a professional. Like, this is her job. Like, it's not our job to, like, gawk at her. Yeah, he's like, yes, come on. She's an FBI agent, Mm -hmm. was what he said to them. Exactly. Um, But I do, I mean, in, in, although that whole, like, Vic putting his hand in her bra is very uncomfortable, I do appreciate that as the movie progresses, his coaching becomes more sincere and more like, Mm -hmm. you can do this kind of thing rather than like, you're a mess and you're ugly and let's fix that. (laughs) Because he's like, you're looking good. You've got this. Exactly. Like coaching being like, you look fantastic. You look great. I'm putting hairspray here so that your, your suit doesn't write up and look (laughs) gross. Um, And he gets her like little cream so that her like bags and her eyes don't look as bad you know just like really helping her out in that area um but I love that as she's about to go on stage she's still fully covered like she can't take the towel off (laughs) but I love that he's like you can do this think of the Dalai Lama (laughs) and like and that's what she's saying it's like and she's like Dalai Lama Dalai Lama well (laughs) and she doesn't trip she does amazing I was so excited for her me too she kills it and Honestly, because I was watching it with my brother and he always cracks up at the fact that she can't keep a straight face. Like every time she poses and they're like saying like New Jersey, like everyone's like whistling at her and clapping and she just like can't keep it together. But my brother was like, you know what, considering like how far, sorry, this is kind of going a little ahead, considering how far she does make it, I think she just came off genuine to the masses, right? Mm -hmm. As like a person who like didn't take herself too seriously. So I give her props for being herself in that aspect. Um, I agreed. 
Yeah. And so again, we just get to see like more of the supporting cast, Texas, Rhode Mm -hmm. Island, New York, all posing in their bathing suits. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh gosh. Okay. After this is a little mini interview portion of this competition where they get asked, um, what was the question? Like, what's something our society needs? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, What did you think about the answers that most of these contestants gave? The world needs, our society needs world peace. We just need world peace. Yeah. All we, the only thing we ever need is world peace. I thought it was funny. It was a little <laughs> cheesy and they're definitely t- like poking fun. Yeah. But I found it entertaining. I liked Grace's response though. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah, guys. So it's Grace's turn. And she, <laughs> I love this because her answer is actually out of all of them, the one that has substance to it, like something that, like is an action item <laughs> that could occur and I oh sorry you doing something oh I'm sorry my dog is no you're fine whining at me oh my god sorry about that can I see <laughs> of sorry course. we're on a podcast and I just want to see her dog <gasps> oh Opie, my. can you say hi? hi hi ignoring me that's fine <laughs> oh my god he is that's just his personality so cute he's actually my uh, boyfriend's dog i'm watching him for the weekend so he is feeling needy so cute oh okay sorry back to (laughs) to it sorry we had a little puppy break in here now fantastic okay so yeah uh grace is the only one with like an actual answer but clearly that's not what people want because she says um i think the world needs harsher punishment for parole violators (laughs) like such a specific thing yeah totally I mean as a cop right like she would have that insight um but she saves her ass by being like and world peace like she just adds that and then they just break into applause (laughs) like that's the answer everyone wants to hear not actual stuff just like the fluffy answer and she gives that to them Mm -hmm. but I love that Vic is so impressed by her like even though he realizes she's being sarcastic and snarky because (laughs) I mean at the end of the day she answered the question smiled looked great Mm -hmm. Um, so she's definitely leveling up in her, you know, beauty queen-esque-ness, I guess. Um, da, 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 da. Okay. This is when Eric brings pictures of Cheryl, Miss Rhode Island. And she mm-hmm. is part or like had affiliation with this like extreme animal rights activist group, mm-hmm. which is so college of her. Like, I think that's yeah. like, you know. Um, I'm like, good for her. Sure. Yeah, seriously. I, yeah, I agree. Cause they try to paint it as this like really bad, awful thing, which yeah. like, I get it. Cause Eric's like, oh, that organization has a history of, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, bombing places, which like, isn't good, but I feel like yeah. the overall like sentiment behind Cheryl's activism is a really good thing. Um, yeah, I agree. But I didn't get that as a kid because those pictures look really aggressive. Like she looks like she's like yelling and she doesn't look like how she portrays herself usually. Mm-hmm. And she looks so demure and 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 mm-hmm. small. And and in this, her arms are out and extended and she just looks so much bigger she's and like aggressive. like in her element. Exactly. Yes. Um, but they say that her affiliate, well, at least Eric says that her affiliation with this group makes her suspect because of, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that this group has bomb places and stuff. Um, 
Oh, and then poor Cheryl. She's like talking on stage as they're talking about her as a suspect. And Mm -hmm. it just, in Grace's eyes, it deflates that theory because she gets... (laughs) She gets asked such an iconic line. I know she gets I forget what the answer is, but she gets asked like what's her idea of a perfect date? Oh, I I, I have the answer. I wrote Oh it my down god, please say sure it. I remembered it. It's like my idea of a perfect date. That's a hard one. Um, I'd say April 25th because it's not too hot, not too cold, and all you need is a light jacket. Oh, I might have missed some words, but I think no. that's about it. That's 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 it. And poor thing answers it. That question went right over her head and she ended up sounding really dumb, but she's not, right? She's not. She's it's just really like, not. She's super intelligent. Exactly. It just went goes over her head and I'm like, oh, mm. that sucks. And that's when Grace is like, there's no way she's a freaking terrorist. Like, look at her. Yeah. There's no way. Um, but Watching it this time, I was like, if I had seen this at the age I am now for the first time, I would definitely be suspicious of Cheryl because of mm-hmm. those pictures and the fact that she portrays herself the way that she does. And the fact that mm-hmm. Grace is like, there's no way it's her. I was like, ooh, if I had watched this the first that time, I'd be like, it's her. definitely Cheryl. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because they, they present her as such a red herring. Like, hmm, she's a little mm-hmm. too nice. She's a little too, yeah. like, what's going on? Um so they tell her that she has to talk to Cheryl and find out what she knows, if she has any affiliation, what the heck's going on. And so she decides to do girl talk, which she's not used to, but she's like, I'll do it. And so she, <laughs> I thought this scene was problematic, but because Grace brings pizza to the gym and mm-hmm. she's like, hey guys, let's all eat pizza. And then they all don't want to do it because of like the calorie intake and, and all this stuff. <laughs> And, um, oh my God. And then Grace says like, oh, like what, like, it doesn't matter if she eats it. She'll just throw it up later. I was like, oh my goodness. You can't see me, but I'm like, I'm cringing and I'm rolling my eyes and I just. (sighs) It's awful. See, I blame this culture. I blame diet culture. (laughs) Love yourself. Love your body. Please do. You're amazing the way you are. Eat the pizza. pizza. We're going to die one day. Please. Oh my God. Okay. Sorry. We had to get the self-love message out there first before we kept going. Okay. So, you know, they do. Eventually they do dive into this pizza and are having a great time. They go to the bar. They start drinking. They start partying. Behaving like how normal college girls would behave. Not yeah. this like regal, you know, I'm a beauty queen I attitude. watched that scene and I'm like, I miss my friends. Oh, <laughs> I miss going out to places, you know? I agree. Um, yeah, so they're partying. They're all getting really drunk. And I feel like in that setting, they're really bonding for the first time. Because, mm-hmm. you know, there's like this... Um, I don't know. Like the walls have been torn down in that they're even Miss Hawaii was being nice. Exactly. You know what? I will give her the benefit of the doubt in that maybe she was being such a jerk because she was stressed out, (laughs) but she was still a jerk nonetheless. Um, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So the girls go off and do fun things and leave Cheryl and Grace alone at their table. And, uh, you know, Grace is trying to get the dirt like, Hey, um, but she brings it up. So like, obviously she's like, Hey, um, have you ever like committed a crime? <laughs> Subtle. 
I know because she's trying to be casual, right? She's trying to be like her friend. <laughs> but the fact that she's like, have you ever like committed a crime? It makes me laugh so much. I'm like, that's such an obvious question. Um, but it turns out that yes, Cheryl did commit a crime. And Grace is like, oh, her, she's like her, her, her brain's alerted. And she's like, okay, what happened? And poor Cheryl, the only crime she's ever committed is that she stole some panties from like the department <laughs> store because her mother wouldn't let them, wouldn't let her buy them. Um, mm-hmm. That what, what are her parents? Are they just like really repressed because they don't let her wear panties or throw around flaming batons? <laughs> I know. Something's going she on. She just sounds like she grew up in like a very like high stress. Yeah. Um, like people pleasing lifestyle. Mm. And I think that explains a lot about her in hindsight. Yeah. Wow. I like that view about it. Yeah. That's, that's accurate. Um, so after she oh okay and so you know there's the like red underwear line and that's so funny right because it's like oh tee and then it gets so <laughs> serious like the the, the conversation sh- shifts really quickly because then Cheryl's like oh and then there was this other thing which makes us think that like she committed another crime right that like mm-hmm. she did something and she basically confesses to Grace that she got like sexually assaulted in college by a professor and I was so, like, I got so mad watching it mm-hmm. this last time because the fact that she's like, oh, there was this other thing is, like, making me think that she thinks it's her fault. Like, that she yeah. caused this thing to happen. And, and she's so, like, oh, yeah, just, like, one more thing. She, like, diminishes it almost. Exactly. And like you shouldn't diminish that. No. no, not at all. And I was like, yo, that, like, as a kid, I never understood that. I was like, I got no. attacked. What, what does that mean, you know? <laughs> Um, and Grace is also shook. She's like, did you, like, call the cops? Did you report him? And she says, no. Oh, my God. It was so awful. I was like, that's horrible. But Grace, again, being, like, the badass she is, is like, no, 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 get up. I'm going to teach you how to defend yourself. Like, I, I know all these things. <laughs> and as soon as they get up, Cheryl passes out. Like, she's so drunk. Yeah. Which is hilarious because, like, seconds ago, she was like, I don't feel a thing. I'm fine <laughs> as she's like shooting shots yeah, yeah exactly um da, ba, da, ba, da. okay and so after that you know they're taking care of cheryl because she's drunk and passed out and they're in the bathroom you know cleaning her up and you know i think grace thought that she was going to get the dirt from cheryl but she ends up getting it from the other contestants because they start telling mm-hmm. her oh like kathy because they start talking about how like kathy's so high strung and like wants them mm-hmm. all to be perfect And that's when Texas says, oh, well, she's upset because she's getting fired. Like she, because Stan also in front of the girls is like, oh, I'm retiring. But like Texas tells them, Mm -hmm. oh, no, he's getting fired. And then at this Mm -hmm. scene, we find out that Kathy's also getting fired because they're both too old. You know, they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, they're old. We're trying to find someone new to host this thing. Um, But Texas is like, no, she got so upset that she like threw a chair out the window, like. This mm-hmm. is like some aggressive patterns that Kathy has. And I feel like that alerts Grace. She's like, wait, like she, mm-hmm. this woman's like something's going on. She has a history. On. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Because they also say that the only reason that Kathy was a crowned winner was because she was actually the runner up. And the person that mm-hmm. won mysteriously got food poisoning. So I was like, hmm, hmm. that's something. <laughs> <laughs> that's not normal. No, um, no, it is not. And so she, oh, yeah. So Grace goes back to the hotel 
and is like already again in hot water with her boss because the boss comes to Texas after seeing that whole disaster that happened when she like tackled that guy. Um, Mm -hmm. So he's like in there and he's like, okay, we caught the citizen, like the terrorist guy in Nevada or in like Vegas or something. And they were like, Mm -hmm. okay, so we caught him. I guess we're fine. We can, I'll go home. But Grace is like, hold on. Like we can't leave. Like I feel like something's wrong. What did you think about the reaction of everyone around her, even though she's trying to like explain why they should stay? Well, so my first thought was she came like bursting into the room, like covered in paint and a little drunk. Mm -hmm. So, so I see slightly why they didn't take Mm -hmm. her as seriously Mm -hmm. as they Mm -hmm. should have. But from a logistical standpoint, they're just like, Nope, we caught this guy or at least we think we did. So let's just wrap it up here. And mm-hmm. just like drop everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wouldn't it make sense just to stay? Like you have like one day left. Yeah. Like there was a threat sent about the beauty pageant. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, why are they just like all ready to like go? Yeah. Like I thought her request, like, can I stay behind with like a small group just to see this through? I think there still might be a threat. I thought that was perfectly reasonable. Yeah. And he's just like, the boss was just like, no. He's like, if you're going to stay behind, leave your badge and your gun, you're still under review. Like mm-hmm. he was not having it. Yeah, and I'm just, I agree. She's Sorry. just like so undercredited for this whole thing. I know. She's the one doing all the like hard work. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I didn't appreciate that in the moment of when she's like, this is so serious and I feel so strongly. Mm-hmm. Eric doesn't back her up. And that bothered me so much because I'm like, where is this energy? Right. Like, what do you think? Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly. And I was like, this was his chance because what I said about the like pool scene where he's like Mm -hmm. building her up when they're alone. I'm like, where's this Mm -hmm. energy, Eric? Like now that you're like in the spot, like he's just like, no, yeah, we should leave. Oh, I was like, Eric, you're trash. (laughs) I know. Oh my God. And she, I mean, she clears, but she feels betrayed clearly because she was, Mm -hmm. he didn't support her. He didn't even try. He was like, no, he's right. Let's go. Um, and again, she tries to get him to stay as everyone's leaving. She's like, I Mm -hmm. feel like something's going to happen. Like, I just don't know how you could leave if someone's feeling so strongly, especially someone Mm -hmm. who's on the inside. Like they're only mm-hmm. one undercover person is telling you something's up and they're like, no. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was awful. Um, it was yeah, awful. They all start leaving. And then we get our scene that reveals it all because we get the scene mm-hmm. with Kathy Morningside and she's, <laughs> I mean, they couldn't make it more obvious that she's the villain. She's like in this like dark, dark office and the Mm -hmm. light is like beaming on her face and you could see that she's like watching old clips of like the beauty queens walking and she has the crown on her head and Mm -hmm. she's like delusionally like waving to no one I was like this woman is off like what's going on yeah Um, like she's cracking yeah like something's really up And then (laughs) through this, we see that her assistant, Frank, um, is her son. And Mm -hmm. I guess at that point of the movie, even as like the, I don't know, bajillionth time that I watched it, I didn't really understand why that was important. Um, I was like, okay, he's he's her son. Like, what Mm -hmm. does that mean? But then through this interaction, we see that 
they're the ones who sent the letter to the pageant, like as a copycat of this other terrorist mm-hmm. group. Um, and Frank is like, well, we can't do it anymore because they caught the actual guy. Like they caught the actual mm-hmm. guy. So we can't go through with this or else it'll get traced mm-hmm. back to us. And she was like, <laughs> this is when I knew she was just like cunning. She was like, oh, well, we could just blame it on any of these other like terrorist organizations that have blamed, like, uh, what's it called? Threatened us. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when he's like, well, when did we get those? And she says, I just wrote them. I was like, awesome. Kathy is evil. <laughs> she is. And also, like, you've got to love some good narration where they tell you exactly what they're thinking and explain mm-hmm. their plot. Uh, yeah. I'm like, that's, that was, it was funny to me. It was everything. I was like, yes, this yes. is the villain monologue that I wait yes. for. And I'm like, yes, what's your plan? <laughs> Why are you doing this? And um, previously we had seen, like, I'd, I'd spoken about the, the clips of, like, the citizen getting his, like, bombs mm. together. And there was this clip previously of him putting the, like, a bomb on a mannequin, like, on the head. Mm-hmm. And then it explodes and we see how, like, strong. Yeah, that was creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Even as a kid, I was like, yeah. this is kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't like this. I don't like that part. But it explodes and you could see, like, how much damage this bomb mm-hmm. could cause. Like, yeah. they want someone to explode, clearly. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like even at this point, we still don't know where the bomb is. But they put mm-hmm. the camera cuts to this crown so much as Kathy, like, has it on her head. And he's like, Mom. And she's like, what? And, like, as she reaches for the crown, she's like, oh, right, and hides it. And I feel like that gives us enough mm-hmm. background to know that the bomb is mm-hmm. in the crown. Yeah. So, oh my God. I mean, they want and a they person to explode. And they put that little bomb like on her head, on the head of the mannequin. I'm, yeah. Um, like yeah. that's where they tested it too, right? Yep. I'm like, they really want, so basically they want the winner of this pageant to explode. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that is, that's crazy. That's murder. <laughs> yeah. That's full on murder. That yes. is premeditated that's murder. Cool. Okay, law school. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> I took criminal law. I know what I'm talking about. Yes. I love that. <laughs> Trust. I would just be like, they want to kill someone. No, I love that. Oh yes. my God. Premeditation. Oh. Exactly. Um, okay. So it's like the day of the pageant, like the last round, the round that's like televised mm-hmm. everywhere. And Grace is going back to her hotel, planning for Vic to do her makeup, get her all ready. And mm-hmm. they're taking mm-hmm. all the stuff out of her room. And Vic is packing his bags. And mm-hmm. oh my God, like... I I would be in a full panic mode if I were Grace because again yeah. he's her only like I don't know uh I don't know he gets her from like point A to point B for everything he's that has rock. to do with this pageant yeah. exactly exactly and so the fact that he's leaving was so like I started to freak out even though like I know what happens in this movie it still makes me feel like really anxious because she's like you can't mm-hmm. leave me like I don't even know how to do my makeup yeah. you know uh-huh. um <laughs> also I just want your thoughts on their final interaction like before he leaves um for the airport um is that is that where they talk about like he's like you know I think if I had a daughter she would be exactly like you and mm-hmm. then he like follows up because he always follows everything up with a joke and he's like that's why I haven't procreated <laughs> and it was hilarious but it was a really sweet ending Mm-hmm. And it was like, you felt really sad that he was leaving. Um, yeah. 
but like and, you just yeah. you saw like their relationship grow and develop at that point yeah um, and she doesn't want to leave her him. yeah no and he's like you know like I don't I can't stay mm-hmm. because he yeah. wouldn't get compensated if he stayed that was it was that yeah. it yeah he's like yeah. yeah Eric told me that if I stay like I won't get paid and I was like damn mm-hmm. that really sucks um so Grace shows up backstage looking like she just woke up which she had yeah. she had no makeup just she like sprinted over exactly yeah. super unprepared um mm-hmm. but you know right before Vic gives her her evening gown and like gives her everything mm-hmm. he can to prepare her as much to as he can her. before he has to leave mm-hmm. yeah um but I thought this was a really sweet like unexpected thing is mm-hmm. like when she shows up looking all crazy I feel like it would be so like expected for these girls to like take advantage of that and be like well she's not winning so like let's just mm-hmm. let her panic and like not make it to yeah. the stage but I guess those like five main like girls had bonded enough mm-hmm. that they were like we have to help her and like they all yeah. start helping her with her hair and makeup and I thought that was really sweet it was really sweet because she like showed up in a panic she was holding like bronzer and she's like is this lipstick <laughs> like just clueless yes and, and they were was- like yes Let's help her. Oh, mm-hmm. that was really cute. I did, and she looked amazing. She looks so good. Um, yeah. Okay, I need your opinions and thoughts about this, like, f- big entrance with the dance and the outfits, because I can tell you this is the one scene that has never left my brain since the first time mm-hmm. I watched this movie, because I thought the song is just catchy. Well, anyway, I want your thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like, she is in her element. Like, mm-hmm. with the choreograph, like, obviously, you never see her practice, why would you? But she, like, had it down. She was killing it. You could see the confidence mm-hmm. in her eyes. And I think it mm-hmm. finally clicked. She's like, oh, this is why people enjoy doing this. Like, <laughs> you know, the camaraderie and, like, mm-hmm. being with her fellow contestants. I like that scene, actually. What did oh, you man. think of it? Why does it I, live in your brain? Oh, my God. Because exactly <laughs> what you're saying, I feel like this is when her character growth is, like, about to peak. Because it's just going Mm -hmm. up, 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 up. And like what you said, her confidence is finally there. Like she no longer Mm -hmm. feels lost on the stage. She like knows Mm -hmm. where she's supposed to be. She knows the choreography so well. She's smiling. She looks, you Mm -hmm. know, like she's enjoying it. She looks happy. Um, Yeah, exactly. And um, you know what? I think it, it also probably had to do with the fact that her fellow contestants supported her. You know, she Mm -hmm. was like on that stage knowing that. Um, But I also think that she was only going to make it to the top five. Like they knew that they were going to rig it so that she like made it all the way. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do think that she takes Vic's words to heart when he's like, you have to care about your presentation. Like I know it's rigged Mm -hmm. for you to make it to the top five, but like you got to make it credible. You have to make people believe that you Mm -hmm. deserve to be there. So I feel like that also kicks in and that she's like, I have to prove that I deserve to be one of the finalists. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, like she's in a panic before this, trying to like talk to Kathy and figure out what's going on because she's, you know, the mm-hmm. main suspect now. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's still like a big stress on her throughout this whole thing. Um, so yeah, they announced the top 10 and uh, Grace is one of them, but we know that. We know it's rigged. Um, mm-hmm. So that's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we get another clip. <laughs> But we get another clumsy (laughs) moment from her. I was like, oh, they couldn't let her like be confident for too long. They always have to knock her down a couple pegs because Mm -hmm. 
as she gets announced as top 10, she, you know, she starts doing the like, oh my God, I can't believe it face yeah. that Vic has taught her so well. And she mm-hmm. falls and hits her face on the stage. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And the fact that yes. she's wearing the um, Statue of Liberty the crown. Statue. Yeah, she With like her hair like her. sticking woven through it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like she couldn't even pretend that it didn't happen. Her hair was all tangled in the crown. It just mm-hmm. looked crazy. Um, it was hilarious. But I love Stan. Because he like, he's mm-hmm. like, the show must go on. He's like, oh, um, she took a trip. Uh, but she's still a top 10, you know, like he just has to get, keep the show going. And I mm-hmm. find that so amazing from his character. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, all the main people make it to the top 10 because plot, you know, Hawaii, California, New York, mm-hmm. Texas. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. Texas is eating it up. Texas is like, of course. Yeah, she is loving it. <laughs> Why wouldn't I be top 10? I'm from Texas. Um, yeah. So, blah, 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 blah. okay. So then we cut to another scene at the airport where Vic and Eric and everyone's like, well, this was a bust and like that sucks. Mm -hmm. And Grace is still, you know, stupidly trying Mm -hmm. to do something about Kathy. And they start talking about the fact that Kathy, they did a background check on Kathy and clean as a whistle, nothing there. Mm -hmm. She's never done anything that would be suspicious. Um, But Mm -hmm. then for some reason, Frank comes up into the conversation, her assistant and Vic is like, oh yeah, her son. And they're all like, they're related and that's when it like clicks because they're like mm-hmm. but his name is i think he was going by like tobin as his last name yes and they're I think like so. yeah and they're like well we looked up uh frank tobin and he also had a clean record and they were like well no his real last name is Warningside, like his mom mm-hmm. and so as soon as they look up that information all this stuff starts popping up mm-hmm. like crimes left and right. You know, he's had issues with, you know, using weapons against people, petty that like all this stuff that would be like an issue and make him suspect. Um, and so in that moment, Eric and Vic are like, uh Oh, like we got to go back. Like she's right. And I was like, geez, it took you long enough. Like they were literally almost on the plane home. I was like, yeah. It much. took you another man to tell you the same exactly. thing. Exactly. Oh my God. This is mm-hmm. the, the, that's literally the, the recurring uh, problem in this mm-hmm. movie is that they don't take Grace's word for it. Somebody else has to say mm-hmm. it for them to like act. Um, mm-hmm. huh. And even then it's just the two of them going back. It's not like the whole team. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's because I guess that's the point where Eric's like, well, yeah, let's throw the rule book out the window because that's mm-hmm. what Grace says we should do. Because he's technically not supposed to do that. He could also get fired. No, he's not. Which I also mm-hmm. thought was character growth in his. Like, the fact that he's like, yes. I'll risk my job. I'll risk my mm-hmm. reputation. I got to go help her. So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. he gets some brownie points Good. for that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, blah, 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 blah. They go back. Oh, okay. So we're at the talent competition portion again. Yeah. And... <laughs> I love this part because Cheryl's, you know, ready to go out there with her batons and, you know, getting mm-hmm. ready in their mirror with her makeup and Grace presents her with some new batons. But we don't know what, like, they don't tell you what's going to happen. They're just mm-hmm. new batons. Which but I was you like, kind of know. Yeah, because of, like, yeah, there's stuff on the tips. Yeah. Um, and Cheryl goes out there and instead of doing her, like, very, like, patriotic uh twirling it's like a whole other song it's like this sexy song and she's out there flipping her flamed batons like living her final fantasy exactly 
Oh my and God. Grace off to the side, like dancing along like a proud mom. Yeah, I love that. And then like, Kathy Morningside looking like she wants to die. Like she's mortified. Uh-huh. She's like, what's she doing? <laughs> like, this isn't prim and proper. <laughs> exactly. Um, and right after, I mean, this isn't that important, but like we said, Kathy and Stan are, are um, the hosts. So after every contestant, they have to like go out and say something. And I love that as Stan and Kathy are going back on the stage, Stan is like, well, she certainly lit my fire. And Kathy looks so mad. <laughs> <laughs> she can't even hide it she's like yes uh. <laughs> um so yeah as this ha- is happening Vic and uh what's his name Vic and Eric are running back they make it backstage and they're trying to find Grace they find her and they're like okay Grace you're right something's up and she's like I knew it <laughs> and she's like yeah I know exactly but she I love her because she doesn't even I think that's just a true testament to her character. She doesn't even take a second to be like, I told you mm-hmm. so. She's just like, okay, so what's the plan? Like, what what do you want me to do? And they're like, you just need to keep being a contestant. Like, that's all we needed to do for right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and her talent gets ruined, right? Because those other girls yeah. drink from her water glasses. Mm-hmm. Oh to my God. Fair, it was like a cart filled with glasses full of water. Like, that's- it wasn't like a sabotage you they were just thirsty that's true it wasn't on purpose they were just like we are dehydrated (laughs) um what did you think about uh this quick switch that grace has to do in order to fulfill her talent portion oh i loved it so i was thinking to myself i'm like i don't even know what i would do if i was in like a talent show like what my talent would be. And I think, so they chose, um, she basically did like a mini self-defense tutorial, mm-hmm. which was great. And I feel like it was so true to her. She mm-hmm. got Eric out there. I feel like she took out a little bit of her frustration <laughs> on him, which was well deserved. Yes. And I loved her acronym at the end where she's like, just, you know, if you need to remember anything, remember to sing. And she demonstrated like these four like main hits that would cause like the most pain on him. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I remember watching as a kid and I'm like, yes, like yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I kept that in mind. Like mm-hmm. as I grew up and was like, okay, if someone comes up to me, I got to hit them in those places. <laughs> yes. So it definitely had an effect on me. Um, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I mean, I agree that like what you said, she's taking out her frustrations on Eric, but I love mm-hmm. his like attitude about it. He's so embarrassed yeah. to be out on stage. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just giving him a taste of his own medicine. Of like, you thought yeah. it was so easy for Grace to come out here in front of all these people. And now you're not even having to like parade around in a bathing suit and you're mm-hmm. mortified, you know? I know. So it's just like, yeah, it was karma. So it yeah, Eric satisfying. gets destroyed. <laughs> he gets beat up <laughs> so hard. And I love on the side, there's like the people in the like, uh, like booth that are controlling yeah. the like cameras and everything. I love them. Like there's such a random yeah. addition to the cast but they just have such good lines because yeah they're in a panic when they realize that grace isn't going to do the water glasses they're Mm -hmm. like uh should we cut to commercial and the main guy's like no 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 let's see what she does (laughs) (laughs) and they're loving it so i bet the ratings Mm -hmm. were through the roof for that Mm -hmm. um mm -mm 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 -mm. okay so then we cut to another scene backstage and it's like the past year's winner she's holding the crown Mm -hmm. in like the little like fancy Mm -hmm. pillow as they do yeah and Kathy is like, hey, 
girl. Oh my God. The crown looks so like dirty. Like, let me go Mm -hmm. get that polished for you. And she hands that crown to Frank and Frank goes to some weird, like closet, like closet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he switches out the crown. So now we know that Mm -hmm. the crown with the bomb is on like the little pillow that Mm -hmm. the contestant's going to go out and put it on the winner. Um, That to me is like, as soon as that happens, the climax of this movie starts. Like the stakes yeah. are high. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, the crown gets switched. And as this is happening, they're announcing the top five contestants mm-hmm. of the yeah. pageant. And uh, we all know that Grace is going to make top five. So I get, that's not yeah. really a surprise. But I think at this point, she's in her evening gown. And mm-hmm. she looks... She doesn't look like a fish out of water anymore. She looks like she belongs there. She looks there. amazing. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love that gorgeous. scene. Me too. And yes. I Did love... You... Oh, go, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go for it. Go for it. Oh, are you sure? Yes. Okay. So I was just going to say like up to this point, I love that as she, she's going out on the stage for like mm-hmm. the top five announcement. And... um, mm-hmm. Oh, no, no. Just kidding. Hold on. Go back. Uh, oh, yeah. Top five. And so as they announce top five, we know that it's uh, Rhode Island, California, Nebraska, New Jersey, and Texas. Nebraska was the random one. Like she wasn't one of yeah. the like main ones. Just to make it believable. Exactly. It couldn't be. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And um, <laughs> I love the scene with Miss New York because as she's like mm-hmm. leaving the stage, she has to make her political statement and I love it for her. She's like, if you're a lesbian, you can make it to the top 10. (laughs) And I was like, yes. I'm like, that's amazing. And I'm just like, good for her. Oh my gosh. That is a good statement. And like, you know, the early 2000s showed because they were like, are we allowed to say lesbian on TV? Yeah. But like nowadays we're like, yes. Exactly. Good for you, you know. Yeah. It yeah. Was also, um, did you notice they were listing like their majors? Did you notice Cheryl's major? Yes, she I did. is a. Okay, she's a science major. Her field is nuclear fission, and she has a minor in elementary particles. So I'm like, oh, no wonder she's slightly awkward. She's a science nerd. She's it so intelligent. Now. Yes. Oh my gosh, I did. Oh my I'm god, like, I, I did take note of that. Even more. Oh my God. Yeah. All these, all these women had like their degrees and their majors. And I was just like, wow, Cheryl's really out here Cheryl. being a STEM, a woman in STEM. Mm-hmm. I love her. a woman in STEM. Same. I, anyone in STEM, I love you. You're so intelligent. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Blah. Okay. We get to the interview portion. The one that like we kind of alluded to at the very beginning when mm-hmm. Vic is trying to like get through to her. Um, and so I remember Rhode Island, Cheryl, she answers like, uh, I don't know. It's a very like beauty pageant answer. She's like, oh, Mm -hmm. our country's like a big ship. And as long as we all respect each other, like that's the only way we'll get like home safely. (laughs) And they eat Mm -hmm. it up. They love it. It's like, wow. Um, and then it's Grace's turn. And (laughs) I think the writing here was so intelligent in that mm-hmm. it's like a full circle moment because the mm-hmm. question is like, wh- there are a lot of people who think that this pageant is like anti-feminist and mm-hmm. is just like, you know, objectifying women and all these like negative mm-hmm. things a- associated to beauty pageants. 
which is like basically all the opinions that Grace had at the beginning of this movie. Mm-hmm. And she acknowledges that in a very like genuine and honest way. And I think mm-hmm. everyone's so shook, especially Vic, because he's backstage like loving every second because she's killing yes. it. He's like, and she, she you know, answers is amazing. Eloquently. Yeah, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. She answers truthfully by saying that she used to be one of those people but that, you know, experiencing mm-hmm. it, she's met all these wonderful women and, you know, has, has had a great liberating experience, which is the truth. And I think that's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, but, you know, again, we can't be too serious in a rom-com. So no, she they like all clap after this answer. And Vic is like, I did it. Like I got through <laughs> to her, right? And Grace <laughs> is like, looks like she doesn't look Kathy in the eye. But it's very clear that she's talking to her because she's like, yeah, I've met so many great women here and they're all my best friends. And if anyone hurt them, I would hunt them down. Like she straight up threatens her yeah. on national and television. And she ends it with like, and thank you, Kathy. Yes, exactly. Like just like, Kathy, if you didn't, if you didn't get my subtle, subtle threat, you got it now. If you didn't know, um, yeah. I'm here. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and Vic is like, oh, crap. <laughs> she had to mess it up at the last second. Um, yeah, so this happens. Da, 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 da. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Sorry. As Grace is getting ready for like the final round of when they tell you who wins the whole pageant, she realizes that something's up with this crown because she hears the previous winner say, oh, like, where's the crown? And it's like, oh, Frank took it to get polished. And she was like, Frank, Mm -hmm. like that, like red flags, Mm -hmm. right? Um, (laughs) Vic, I love Vic so much because he's like primping her up, getting her ready to get on the stage. Mm -hmm. And he is so into this, like, it's no longer Grace is a cop pretending to be a pageant person. It's like Grace Mm -hmm. is top five and she has a chance of winning this thing. So he's like, girl, just you're the crown eat like be the crown you can taste the crown <laughs> because she's trying to like in some like improv sign language is like the the because she is having so many thoughts at once that she can't yeah. verbalize that there's a bomb in the crown and yeah because so like, for some reason she can't just be like hey like um we might want to stop this right here there's a bomb like I mean, this is yeah. an issue for plot purposes yeah. grace Love. goes mute <laughs> it was <a> perfect <laughs> yes um so this is like climax climax of the movie mm-hmm. because grace is knows there's about so to much happen. tension every yes. time you watch it exactly because the music is so like oh it's just so good um and grace is trying to tell vic and eric like from the side of the stage like you guys can see what i'm doing but she's like putting like a crown thing on her head to like visualize the crown and eric is like what the heck is she talking about like what is she saying but he sees that like frank is going like backstage and looking really suspect Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. eric is like going back there with his gun i mean i don't know it it, because he pulls out his gun like in front of everyone i was like eric please because a security guard sees him and being a security mm-hmm. guard, he's like, what the heck? Someone with a gun. I have to go, you mm-hmm. know, do my job. Um, so Eric's trying to like get to Frank and the security guard. Poor thing. He's collateral damage. So he gets nervous. like punched in the face. Yeah. yeah. Eric uh-huh. just like knocks him out. out. I know. I felt bad for him, but you know what? It, he was trying to do his job. 
Um, yeah. uh, da, 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 da. Oh, okay. So we get to the top five. They start saying, you know, fifth runner up, fourth mm-hmm. runner up, all that. Mm-hmm. So California is the first one out and then it's Nebraska. And so all that's left mm-hmm. is Texas, New Jersey and Rhode Island. And the next runner up is Texas. And she is And she is plucked. upset. Yes, yeah. she is so mad she like cannot believe that she has lost in her home state Mm -hmm. making it Mm -hmm. that far oh I love her face I mean not because I hate the character but it's just like such a satisfying moment and like like, you see like throughout the like um movie and it's like all the signs are for Miss Texas like she is like like they are pumping her up mm -hmm. to win this thing like she was like the clear like front runner Exactly. It seemed like they were trying to set her up to be. Exactly. <laughs> but she, oh my God, she loses. And I love when the, like the spotlight turns off on her, like your moment is done. <laughs> <laughs> and they all get like escorted off the stage by like a handsome man mm-hmm. with flowers. Cause you know, it, that's mm-hmm. the whole moment. Yeah. Um, so it's two people left. And I remember now mm-hmm. watching it, I was like, wow, Grace really did that. She made it to the uh-huh. top two by herself, like for her own merit. And I think that's fantastic. Um, So yeah, it's Cheryl and her left. And, you know, there's this moment. I I mean, the first time I watched it, I thought Grace was going to win. Because I was Mm -hmm. like, this is what it's leading up to. She's going to be the winner, right? But it's Cheryl. And Mm -hmm. I... She's so excited. Poor thing. She's so excited. And I don't know if you... Oh. I don't know if you recall, but like, I mean, it's not like you watched it a long time ago, but like mm-hmm. there's so much stimu- like stimulus, like the music's going, mm-hmm. uh, the confetti's mm-hmm. dropping. Uh, Eric and Frank are like fighting in the background because he mm-hmm. has a little button to the bomb. The, the remote. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so there's like so much going on that I fa- found myself overwhelmed as like the viewer. Mm-hmm. I was like, I yeah. don't even know where to look because the camera's and switching. And she's yelling at Cheryl. She's like, don't put the crown on. Don't accept the crown. Yes. And she's being like dragged off stage, like the sore loser, like that yes. she's like freaking out. Yes. It lo- I, that's so it genius looks like to me. That. Yes. Because mm-hmm. it, it makes it look like Grace is like what you said, a sore loser and crazy because she mm-hmm. starts punching people in the face to get them out of her way so that she could, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, essentially yank the crown off Cheryl's head because she will explode. Uh-huh. If she does not do that, yes. right? And mm-hmm. <laughs> Cheryl, I don't know what was going on with Cheryl because through this like moment of Grace trying to yank the crown off her head, she's like sobbing and crying because her moment is getting ruined. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I love the part where Cheryl starts beating her with the flowers <laughs> and all the <laughs> petals start falling off <laughs> because it's such a oh real moment. I mean, there's so much collateral damage in this like... Mm-hmm. Like moment. Miss Texas gets her nose broken. Okay, but like it's... she deserves. <laughs> okay, not fully, but like because Grace manages to take the crown off Cheryl's head, and then Texas yeah. and, and and then everyone like tackles her to try to get the crown yes, back. Exactly, and Some good sisterhood right there. Exactly, they were like, "You cannot take this moment from Cheryl." Um, but Eric and Frank are still fighting for the button, and I don't know what happens. I think he like hits Frank and the control remote mm-hmm. like flies off the stage. But mm-hmm. Kathy last minute gets her hands on it and she's like about to press that button. And there's so much tension because 
Eric is trying to like yell over the music for Grace, like mm-hmm. Grace, like hello. And then Grace hears her. Yes. Hears him. I was so, I was like, girl, yeah, she hears him and there's nothing else to do but chuck that crown as far as she can. And oh, another thing that's hilarious to me is that through all this chaos, you can hear Stan Fields in the background going, Miss United States is a woman who loves her family, who loves animals and loves children. Like he's, the show must go on. This man, he's the doing show must his go monologue. On. Exactly. And, you know, Grace chucks this crown and the whole like back part of the stage explodes in a fiery just disaster. And Cheryl passes out she realizes that she would have blown up mm-hmm. and again I think it's perfect the way that Stan goes and that's Miss United States <laughs> the perfect end to it with the fiery backstage it's so funny it's so good he uh he really tried to keep that going he really did mm-hmm. um yeah but yeah um after this Kathy and Frank get arrested because hello mm-hmm. Domestic terrorism. What are you doing? Yes. Um, <laughs> what did you think about Kathy Morningside's final words before she gets taken to jail? She basically, she made it all about her, right? Mm-hmm. From like what I remember. It's just like, this whole pageant was my life and, you know, they were going to take it away from me. And it was like all about her. And she's like, I was going to save it. And Grace is like, you were going to kill someone. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm what are you talking about? You're insane, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just like, I felt like you feel like a tiny bit of sympathy like you do for like any good villain, but mm-hmm. also she tried to blow someone up. Um, yeah. So you don't feel that much sympathy? I mean, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, it was, it was a good sum up. I will say, I think Kathy Morningside is one of my favorite villains. Mm-hmm. She's she's just so, yeah it's just so good like her background mm-hmm. and what leads her to like want to kill someone is freaking crazy um yeah. but yeah we get this final well not final but um eric and grace catch up afterwards and they are like oh mm-hmm. my god good job <laughs> mm-hmm. good job we just saved a bunch of people mm-hmm. and you know we finally get this moment where they are like playing around again as they were yeah, before. Yeah, the same little song. She's like, you think I'm gorgeous and you want to date me and you want to marry me. Yeah. And it was really cute. Aww. And then he <sighs> finally pulls her in for the kiss. The kiss mm-hmm. that I was waiting for the that whole was- movie. Yes. <sighs> oh my God. I got butterflies. Like, even at this age, I was like, wow, that's so romantic. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's really cute. Um. And then we cut to our final, final scene. Mm-hmm. We finally got here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, where Grace and Eric are leaving and Vic runs after them. And, oh, I will say, though, she's leaving, but she looks different. You know, she's no longer wearing her, like, baggy clothing. She looks like a cop, but she looks a she's lot more gliding. put together. Yes, she's gliding. You're right. Um and Vic comes after them and is like, Grace, Eric, like you have to come back. Like they found a bomb, like they found another one. And so they run back and it's like the same location where they had the breakfast at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. And all the contestants are like sitting there. And I love like Cheryl, Rhode Island is like up there with her mm-hmm. crown and her sash mm-hmm. as the winner. <laughs> but I love Grace's panic. She's like, mm, 
I'm gonna go. <laughs> she feels like ambushed, right? Like, um, like dragged down. Yeah, because the there was no bomb. They they no. lied to her so that she would show up to this event because mm-hmm. they were honoring her for her bravery mm-hmm. and for yes. you know not only being there to protect them but like genuinely becoming friends with these women, mm-hmm. which I thought was so mm-hmm. great. And I mean, the title of this movie gives away the ending, but. They vote her Miss Congeniality, which I had to look this up, but it's basically like not the person that won the pageant, but the person that showed the most like kindness and, you know, genuine Mm. attitude. And so that's what Miss Congeniality means. And she, she gets honored with that. And I, what did you think about her final speech? It was such a sweet speech. And I love that she genuinely started to like choke up and cry. It was that ugly cry that she was <laughs> making fun of like yeah. so many scenes ago. Yeah. It was just such a great ending. And just like I said before, the character development of like so mm-hmm. many characters in this movie was amazing. Mm-hmm. And it was just really on show with Grace. Yeah. And it just, it was lovely. I liked yeah. it a lot. I do too. I love the closing line of, I really do want world peace. (laughs) (laughs) And she's sobbing like the Yeah, it was perfect. Full circle. Oh my gosh. Uh, Well, all I can say is that this movie, it doesn't matter how many times I watch it. It always makes me feel good at the end because Mm -hmm. ultimately, I mean, it's a rom-com. So there is that like romantic element to it. Mm-hmm. But it's not the main storyline. It's mainly no, it's Grace not. finding herself and confidence in herself, not only as a as a as a woman, but as a professional. And mm-hmm. I don't know, just like really finding her place in the world. And I think that's lovely. That was yeah. really great. Do you have any final thoughts? Um, you know, you watch a lot of these older rom coms and sometimes they don't age well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just like you're like that it just doesn't make any sense and I feel like this one every time you watch it while there are some things that are like oh yeah that's early 2000s for you <laughs> a lot of like the underlying messages of like you know like feminism and like looking out for your fellow person just like remain and I think it's great and it like they did a great job of making it a rom-com that had a powerful message. Mm-hmm. And I just, I really liked watching this. This was a great suggestion. Oh, I'm, I, I, was a great movie. I, thank you. I'm glad, I'm glad we <laughs> revisited this because it had been a while since I had really paid attention to it. Um, well, Kaylin, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. We went like really in depth, but this movie, there's yes, just so much. Uh, there's so much. And um, I highly recommend if you guys haven't seen it in a while to give it a rewatch. I do recommend it. Um, but anyway, thank you so much for catching up with me, Kaylin. Thank and you for I'll having see... me. This oh. was so much fun. I'm glad you had fun. I <laughs> this this was a really good time, and I'll catch everybody else on the next one. Alrighty, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of That Would Never Happen. Please be sure to follow our Instagram at That Would Never Happen. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe on Spotify, and look out for new episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts. Stay safe, wear a mask. See you all next time. Bye-bye.